Hey everyone, welcome to the Deep Weeb Podcast. This is where we have conversations about learning skills, developing yourself, and other Deep Weeb things like learning Japanese through immersion. I'm Kanji Eater, and if you're new to the Deep Weeb Podcast, please do like, subscribe, and follow. You will find these conversations useful. Uh, today's 2020 retro, as well as some 2021 thoughts. So I'll be talking about things like my two-year update, what I've been doing in Japanese, uh, 4,000 hours of immersion learning, and 10,000 Anki cards. Uh, we've got quite a bit of other content from other people on the show. Uh, so first off, Steven's joining us again. Thanks so much for coming back again, man. Yeah, no problem. And also, back again, uh, in the words of Twitter's Peachy Pinguini, fantastic username, <laughs> let's go, Jordan is back. Jordan, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad to be back, guys. So kick us off here, Jordan, about 2020. Uh, you had quite an interesting one. So uh, fill us in on where you've been, what you've been doing. Yeah. So the last podcast, I think, was Alexander I wasn't I was here for. Uh, so yeah. I end up getting the coronavirus, you know, so my whole family got it. Uh, we're definitely feeling better now. Uh, my mom took a turn for the worse, but she came back. She's good. Um, then I had knee surgery. So I had knee surgery that I've been waiting a year to get. Finally was able to get it. Got that. I've been gone. And then unfortunately I did lose my job because of COVID. So everything has been crazy, but I'm on the up and up. I'm back. I'm studying more Japanese. I'm, you know, securing a job soon and yeah, everything's looking good. I'll, I'll be honest. I, th I think about the things that happen to you a lot, like for, for myself, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if yeah. if I were to lose my job, it's it's the whole what is it? Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right, the pyramid, right. right? And it seems yeah. like you got the base of your pyramid kicked out from under you like quite a few times, like health. Yeah. The way you're living. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, how, how have you been? Uh, recovering from all those different things that seem to be hitting you in this short period it's, of time yeah it's just been a process of like trying to craft my mind and focus on things that i can control because i know there's been times it's just like like why is any of this happening to me mm -hmm. like that definitely rears its head but it's like okay like what can i do to work towards like getting out of this situation and like you know the whole losing my job thing was definitely a big you know uh you know, kick him the base underneath me. But I think what was, what's been great is the overwhelming support from friends and family that has really helped. Um, just the people in the industry, the people who I know, the people who I make connections with have like reached out, gave me people to contact to for jobs. So it's like, okay, like I'm not like, this isn't the first time I've lost my job in this way. Like I, I did that. That's happened like five years ago in Kansas City. So it's like it's a completely different situation now. You know, I'm reached out to more people. I know more people. So that's what I've been just focusing on. Like, what can I do today? And if today means me like watching manga or, or watching anime all day, then that is that's what I need. So I try not to judge myself on days where it's like, OK, I didn't do anything and that's OK. So when. When you got the coronavirus, what did that? What was your immersion routine like before you had the virus, and then what did that do to it? Uh, before it was, I was get, I would get up and read manga and uh, some light novels, probably an hour before uh, breakfast, and then watch anime for like you know, forty five minutes, uh, and then start work. After getting it, uh, it was 
almost non-existent to be honest it was like i barely had enough like energy to shower some days so it was like i would shower and that would be completely it it's like okay all the energy i have is gone time to get back in bed so it was it was that and i would i watch i would watch anime that i've already seen like full metal alchemist brotherhood and that could just be on in the background and i don't i'd have to listen to it too much so not a lot of new stuff but the older stuff was, mm-hmm. was good and then did did the surgery have any impact on that as well um yeah just my mobility so that was very like okay uh i let i definitely let my anki get get a get away from me but it, i reamed it I, I, I uh reeled it in recently so uh that's been good and then the last one so not having a job um yeah <laughs> and more of <laughs> more of me doing nothing it was just been studying for tech tests uh making sure you know i'm i'm presentable for interviews via zoom things like that so yeah. it's been really like i i haven't been doing too much reading and it's been it's been anime that's been like really like anime and youtube have been like carrying me you know and maintaining i feel like my my ability gotcha uh so so steven how about your 2020 you gonna top that for us <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad definitely not as bad but i also lost my job but luckily really? i'm still a student and yeah um for the last eight years or so because i had like uh, i think i mentioned it somewhere i have uh, two degrees now and for both uh, during the time i worked in a gym and gyms are closed oh, yeah. right now so i lost my job there um and it's really hard to find one of all the students suddenly starts looking for jobs anywhere so i had to get a lot of support for my family but that's also soon over once i'm done in i don't know three weeks or so and i get my degree i can start working normally i'm so happy <laughs> but otherwise yeah maybe the the gym i miss the gym a lot but i don't think that that's that's as bad as having an operation or something like that um yeah my back starts hurting from all the sitting all the time and i'm just too lazy to work out at home <laughs> I, I do some push-ups so at least that's something but i probably lost all of my muscle mass in one year <laughs> but, i mean that's something that we've talked about on the show about like how, how important it is to i mean and, and you brought up the book spark which is you know has a lot of really good research on how important it is for exercise in the brain and that sort of thing uh so you said you're kind of falling out of your exercise habit any any plans to get that back on the road uh, i'm doing a little bit here a little bit there it's not that i don't like sports anymore i want to train i'm so looking forward to going back to the gym but i'm really bad at it at home i there's so much stuff around me that i can do i can watch anime i can do whatever <laughs> but I, I i need the equipment i need this change of scenery that's also i i also whenever i read i'm a lot more productive when i read in a cafe in comparison to reading at home mm. because there's so much other stuff i could do when i'm at home but if i sit sit in a cafe or so there's only me and the book mm. so that's a lot easier and it's the same there i just can't do it at home there's so much other stuff i could drink coffee coffee instead so <laughs> uh, what, what, i i, uh, I oh, get some push-ups in okay so what what about you jordan have you are, are you back into exercise or are you slacking on that how's it going yeah i it's it's been a mixed bag. I just got the so my last physical therapy therapy was on last Monday or this Monday. Okay. And so uh 
my the the physical therapist gave me the clear to like okay you can start like lifting heavier doing more swimming more um but it's still every other day just so you know she doesn't want me to overdo it um so i've been doing that just doing some physical therapy for like 20 minutes a day which is like you know all it's not like lifting but it's all like body weight like sit-ups squats push-ups things like that um and then i think i'm gonna slowly start to like go to a gym there's like a rec center near my house or uh, near my new apartment that i'm gonna try to go to more regularly so slowly yeah i'm, I'm getting back into the, the swing of things gotcha yeah personally i've been ever since the last episode that we talked about the exercise stuff that's what i've used as an excuse to jump start my uh strength training routine because i've been consistently doing like uh, basic cardio like watching youtube videos with old ladies doing like walking exercises and I'm like, <laughs> i can keep up with those even as a scrawny little weeb uh but the strength training stuff was new and uh i gotta say i'm swole guys i am ripped uh, i am coming <laughs> out of covid huge uh so it, it's it's been good i it's it's a new habit and i know that it's good for my health and i wouldn't have started it if i hadn't like been trying to just figure out how to get smarter um, and that's that's yeah. what kicked me off on exercise. So uh, what um, I, I guess the other thing that stood out to me for 2020 was um, so I was still living in Japan, actually, at the beginning of 2020. Uh, and I had a super consistent schedule almost throughout all of 2020 until around November or December. And I'll get into the details of why eventually here on the show today. But uh, basically, I was doing like one hour of reading, two hours of listening, and then like one and a half hour of Anki pretty consistently. Um, and along the way, you know, trying out a couple new things, like I mentioned, like strength training or other things surrounding, uh, you know, health and well-being uh, around that, you know, going deep on Japanese. I uh, got to say, living in Japan was still the best experience of my life. So highly recommend doing that, even if it's just for a short term, that was like six months of awesomeness i definitely didn't spend as much time you know sitting in a dark room watching anime by myself like i do now uh mm -hmm. so maybe that's why another reason why it was so great over there but um is it was it was a really good experience and it like i mentioned this probably in the um original origin story one but like right as soon as the virus started picking up like was right when my time was done over there so uh mm -hmm. as far as worldwide pandemics can be timed um it was pretty good timing at least for me so that's <laughs> yeah. pretty awful but the reality is uh yeah it, it if it would have been like a couple weeks earlier it would have been really inconvenient for me but personally like i uh i didn't get affected by it too much like my parents my parents got the virus um but like mm -hmm. me and my wife stayed healthy and locked up and i mean good. yeah good. so as far as 2020 goes and health wise like it was it was pretty good. Uh, so, what about you guys? Like, what new habits did you start in 2020? Uh, Steven, you want to talk about that? Habits, if you want to call it, sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I started reading a lot more visual novels. That's one of the habits I could say. And I started the one, and I soon afterwards stopped it. I started with shadowing, and after three months, I stopped because. I hated it, <laughs> and the only thing that stuck was uh, pitch focus reading. So that's still something I do. Not that I sit down and do it specifically, but I'm using the Migaku browser extension, so I can do it all the time mm. while I'm reading in the browser. So news, whatever. 
Yeah, when I saw your shadowing video, I was like, dang, this is ambitious, but man, I don't think I could do that. Shadowing seems still <laughs> pretty boring. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, but the reason you were doing it, I assume, is because you want to get better at output. So do you have like any thoughts around how you're going to tackle that or is that just not as big of a focus now? It's still not that 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 I want I want eventually I want to um, go and get a little bit more output but it's not I don't have a reason to speak right now mm -hmm. and from the beginning I never felt like I want to speak right now I want to speak as early as I can because I'm happy enough if I can get uh, my input if I can enjoy reading manga reading visual novels whatever that's more than enough motivation for me and I still think um, that I that there's room for me to grow when it comes to input so there still um, is stuff I don't understand or where I have problems understanding political debates whatever I have really have to concentrate and I miss a lot here um, depending on what it is mm. uh, obviously but I still feel that there's room for me to grow even in, in easier um, material like slice of life or so well slice of life is really easy so that's fine but let's say something a little bit easier than, than news or uh, political stuff it's still I understand everything, but it doesn't feel as autom automated as it is in English. So in English, I don't even have to concentrate. I can it can just run in the background, and I understand pretty much everything. In Japanese, I still have to focus at least a little bit, even with easier material. So that's why I still feel there is a little bit room for growth. And like I said, I have no reason to start speaking, so I don't really mind. Gotcha. That's that's really kind of what I was thinking about output in general because it's like I worked at a Japanese company for six months I definitely got my fair share of output there it wasn't always great but I mean I did it and I know I could pick it up again input's way more fun though so <laughs> maybe just sticking to that for a little bit longer I might take the uh the Steven advice of you know just picking up World of Warcraft or something and then like spending eight years on it and then getting like really good. Maybe I'll just start my own <laughs> Japanese YouTube channel then and just first day up oh, more Japanese output just like that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what What about you, uh, Jordan? Like what sort of habits um, did you start in 2020? Any? Um, oof, habits. Uh, I'd say reading more in general. Mm -hmm. I think this year... Uh, I reached like I read a hundred volumes of manga this year. Nice. I think I'm at 120 now, and okay. so I'm just like, wow, okay, like this is pretty good. Like, um, just reading more things that I enjoy um, is has been like the, the big habit. Um, and then as, as far as output, there hasn't really been much for me. Um, I do I tried shadowing, and I feel like I try it, and then like within the like the next day, I'm like, oh wow, this is really boring. I don't, this <laughs> yeah. isn't fun anymore. Like. So I think what I want to try if we're speaking is maybe like around the JLPT time or, you know, later down the road is uh, do like purchase lessons from like italki and just like talk to people. And that's pretty much it. Like not not go with like an agenda of like, you know, what I want out, but just kind of like talk and and get better that way. Um, and there's some meetups that around my area that I want to go to. Uh, and it's usually a Japanese woman. Um, and she runs them and we just, just speak, you know, and one woman, she's Chinese, but she lived in Japan for like over 20 years. Mm. So I'm like, okay, well, she's, she's, her Japanese is really good. So, mm. uh, they, they run it and I want to try to like join that and just kind of like talk and have fun with, with them. So that's, you know, that's, those are my plans, but, um, for habits. Yeah. Um, reverend reading, reading has been, um, 
more consistent mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, I, I would say on on the output topic again, there that um that that was how I got to a point where I could speak naturally with people, even at even like a low level. Is just I was mm -hmm. doing like weekly hour long sessions with a tutor for a really prolonged period of time, like over a year. Um, but just nice. doing that over and over, you you learn to even use what little Japanese you know. Uh, so I, you know, yeah. I, at any level, I think that can be really useful because when I had to make my first impression to work in Japan, like I used you know the basics of output that I had learned from practicing, you know, with, okay. with them at that point, and they said, "Hey, bring him back." He can talk with us. He can work with us. So, <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah, there's there's definitely some merit. I think even even okay. you know well beyond some high level of comprehensive fluency. Uh, if if that's one of your goals, right? Like just being able to output. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's see what habits uh, have I been working on this year um, or 2020. So I started a couple things. Uh, so while I had read a couple novels. I hadn't had it integrated in part of my minimum study plan, right? So like every day having some minimum amount of Japanese that I need to do, didn't have novels specifically baked in at that point um, until around May when I started reading Brave Story. And then I just started doing an hour a day of that. And then for some reason, oh, actually, I remember why. It was, it was because I started the podcast. I was like, hmm, if I woke up an hour earlier, I could start doing visual novels too. So I said, okay, well, get up an hour earlier, do visual novels and do um, actual novel reading. And that, that was the new habit that I started, I mean, whenever that podcast started. So I think that was back in August. And yeah, I've yeah. been going consistent with that, uh, with novels and light novels since then. Novel, visual novels and novels. Uh, so okay. that started May, just novels, and then moved into the visual novels by the time the podcast started. So um, that has been really useful, I think, because uh, first off, it's it, it's a lot denser content is what I've noticed. Mm -hmm. um, I'll talk a little bit about that uh, in like plans for 2021, but I would say that was one of the biggest breakthroughs is just finally getting to a point where if I want to read a novel, I can read a novel. That's where I was at with manga last year already. Uh, if I wanted to read anything, I could basically read any manga, even if I'm not understanding everything. Uh, with novels, it's it's that next tier of density. So I was like, okay, well, this is this is something that I want to be able to do. I just don't have a lot of good content to do this with so far. And we were kind of <laughs> talking about this before the show that it's for those of us that aren't readers to begin with, that can be yes. kind of uh, challenging and intimidating. So. Steven, do you have any thoughts on, on that topic of, you know, you're not super into reading. How do you get into reading? <laughs> you have to look around a lot. <laughs> and for me, yeah, there's no other option. Uh, for me, and I noticed this, this year, like I said, I started reading more visual novels. And for me, visual novels are almost perfect because it's even easier. I, I like reading manga a lot. But reading visual novels is even easier than reading manga because with the setup, I made a video on it um, with uh, Yomi-chan and so on. It literally takes no time to look up words if you don't know them because I have the habit to look up words if I don't know the pitch accent of them and so on. So <laughs> I do a lot of unnecessary lookups most of the time. So this one is really perfect for me. And there's decent content, 
but I, I don't know why for, for manga after two hours or so I need a break. And mm. for visual novels, I can go on for five hours, six hours, because I always think, ah, just one more slide. Ah, just one more. Mm. And then eventually <laughs> six hours later, and you think, oh my God, my eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, but you just have to look around. There's a lot of content. Um, that's I think that's always a little, uh, little bit harder. On YouTube, the same. So I found a few channels I like, some that I watch a little bit more, because in English, I normally have the habit to watch a lot of political content. And I try to switch over to Japanese, but if you don't know the political landscape, it's harder to get into it. But I found some channels that talk about American politics in Japanese. Hmm. So that's interesting as well. So I watch maybe two or three videos of those, depending on how many they upload a day. So you just have to look around, try to find something that's in your area. And But it's, it's not easy, I agree, especially as a non-reader, normal non-reader. <laughs> Uh, you have to look around a lot and manga was was my savior for a long time now it's visual novels mm. what, what what have you experienced on that front uh jordan of um reading finding things yeah i think from yeah it, it's definitely been been a, a journey i think i've been wrapped in the what i should be doing versus what i want to do type of battle and so now i think i I what I want to do is is focus more on manga. Uh, I've only like to reach a hundred, and I want to definitely double that this year. Um, so I, I I want to try to go towards that. Um, and I know we also spoke when we said how you there's a certain way to approach it. So I'm not a big I'm not a big reader even in English, and then reading light novels has been like a chore. And I've tried to you know, oh, I've read this manga or I've seen this anime. Let me maybe read the light novel or read the the manga. And sometimes I notice that like, oh, wow, this is, it's really boring. Mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned uh, reading, tr- starting with like the maybe manga or the uh, not visual novel or, or light novel and then moving towards the anime. So uh, I want to definitely try that. But like for sure, uh, reading has been, it's been tough. So you really light novels has been as a tough part, like trying to find things. Oh, this is interesting and engaging. Uh, so I've been really leaning more towards, towards manga and, and video games. And I think I want to do what you did, Kanji, and you uh, get up earlier and like either play a visual novel or play a video game. And then I feel like I would have more, I'd be like, Oh, now that I got that, I can read, I can, I'm more susceptible to that. Cause I'm kind of in that mode or in that process. Yeah, the consistency there is is definitely the key. If you wake up every day for a month and do whatever it is you want to do, like you're obviously going to feel much better about whatever that topic right. is because you've sunk right. in the hours, right? It's just a matter of forcing yourself to do it, I think. And e- even if there are easier things you could do. So like, again, I'll talk about this in the 2021, like looking forward, but like there are different mediums that are different densities of content and for me right now it's like well i could do something like a whole bunch of manga exclusively because that's probably the most interesting thing to me still right now it's like well yeah if i just force myself to get good at reading i'll actually be able to read manga faster as well because it's going to help my reading speed um and then even things like i've noticed by getting better at reading it also makes my anki reviews go faster because <laughs> my reading speed is going up I'm recognizing more words faster. So I think there are a lot of benefits to like just kind of like delaying the gratification and doing something really hard. 
Um, so 2020 new habits, other things. I mean, we started a podcast. Uh, Jordan, Jordan's been here with me from the beginning. You know, obviously had some setbacks there. Uh, Stephen joined as a guest and says like, "Hey, I'll come back on every now and then." So, looking forward <laughs> to doing like more things with people in the community. I think that's been a really cool thing and having these sorts of conversations. I know like Stephen has even said like, "I really just like talking about these things with somebody." So it's <laughs> it, it's one of those things like it, it's enjoyable for all of us to kind of you know see how other people's perspective are because we all really like debating the little minute pieces of our Japanese experiences right. and, you know, figuring out how we can optimize each little thing. And I mean, in, in the end, we know it really comes down to how much time are you sinking into the thing that you want to get good at? Um, and then those optimizations along the way can definitely help. But um, so that's been a really cool experience, I think, uh, for myself and seeing just the channel's growth in general. Um, and then I've all, I will also say I realized by around November or so of last year. I'm also probably using this as a bit of an excuse to not do more Japanese. And, and I don't know that when I started it, I would have even thought that. But, you know, we, we all have ambitions in many different areas of our lives. And it can be really hard to say, I'm just going to do one thing and only one thing. And I'm just going to focus on this, forsake everything else, and just get really good at this one thing. And so... That's that was one realization that I had is you know, I, I like doing this podcast. I like doing making video content. I'm learning a lot doing it and talking to people smarter than myself, like Steven and Jordan. So it's nice to it's it's nice to have other people that can, you know, course correct you along the way. Uh, but at the same time, at a certain point, you don't need to keep learning more things about the skill. You need to just buckle down and spend as much time on it as you can to get really good at it. So that's one of the things that I realized also just like uh, strength training I'm getting ripped guys again I, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna bring it up again if you see me on the streets start walking the other direction I might just gotcha. if I run into you you're getting knocked down yeah it's coming out of the pandemic swole all right so uh also stat tracking uh I've Oof. so I've gotten into it and then I, I was already I was already keeping stats of things like Anki reviews, how long it takes. You can't really trust the, the Anki stats window for how long something takes uh, because there's time in the real world and then there's time in the Anki zone. Uh, and so those things don't always match up. And I, I've been wanting to not only see, you know, how long does it take to do things in Anki? How many pages am I reading? Uh, how long am I spending doing different content and reading and all of the different things? And then Steven comes along and says, oh, I'm doing all of this and way more. So then I'm like, okay, well, I got to start tracking each individual <laughs> stat. Uh, you know, how, how many hours am I spending on each individual thing? So visual novels versus reading and all that. So I started tracking all of that um, with real numbers in September. And before that, I had been doing just like estimations, like my schedule is really consistent. So I'm doing, you know, one and a half hours. Basically, in 2019, I was doing one and a half hours of reading, two hours of listening, and then one and a half hour of Anki every day. So that's, that's a minimum of like five hours every day. And then in 2020, I was doing a minimum of six hours every day. So two hours of reading, two and a half hours of listening, and then one and a half hour of Anki. So that, that's definitely given me a decent foundation for Japanese. Um, 
But here's the thing, 2021, I'm, I'm going hard. Steven, I, I, know, I know you're doing seven hours a day on average. I got to step it up. I didn't know that was possible. But then I see this German guy doing it. American Steven, we got to step this up, man. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking... I'm not at seven hours anymore. It's getting less, or it's less than before. I'm at uh, around five. I'd have to look it up, what I'm currently doing. But it's less than seven hours. Well, keep telling me that you're doing more and more hours, and then I'll just, I'll just keep raising my own bar until, I don't know. Okay, I'm at, I'm at 10. There you go. All right. I, I'm going to have to start doing 11 hours then. Uh, what, what about you guys? Like, how, how have your... I know Steven's talked about this a lot. Maybe Jordan. Um, where are you at with stat tracking? And uh, why aren't you using Steven's spreadsheet yet? <laughs> Um, I, I barely do any stack tracking. Um, I think because I became obsessed with it, um, the, like the whole, like 10,000 senses and tracking everything. Like I, if I like something, I like it. It's like, I'm all in or I'm not. And with stat tracking, I feel like I was all in and tracking everything into the point where it became unhealthy and I didn't want to like be next to anybody. I'm just like, yo, I just want to do this. And like, I think because of that, I've like backed away from like stat tracking. So I, I, yeah, I try, I try not to, but typically when, what I was getting, I was getting in like maybe an hour of reading and then I'd say hour of listening. And then the rest was just like 30 minutes of Anki max, not, not too many. And then the rest was just like random YouTube stuff or playing a video game after. So I usually did a lot of that in the morning. And then at night was like, Oh, I'm going to watch some anime or play a game for like two hours. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, and that, that varied, but uh, consistency, at least I'd say two to three hours. So when you guys are like, I'm going five or, or 10, I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. That's, <laughs> that's out of definitely out of my comfort zone. Hmm. I, what, what I found with, Tra tracking stats is that the gamification of it helps like just saying how well am i doing today versus yesterday like i don't i mean i have compared my level to stevens like the actual level counter i'm at level 102 i think stevens probably way past that at this point that's the stat that really matters um yeah <laughs> i i've been thinking on that one actually particularly because because that's a fun one to me it's like okay like my japanese level is going up i think it would be cool to do something like weighted immersion essentially because not everything you spend your time with in the language is equally worthwhile so i think it would be cool to do something like okay well if reading novels is is weighted higher for whatever your japanese level is the made-up score that steven made up and now that i used to um so i think it would be cool to yeah figure out how to gamify like all of those things a little bit more just so that um you know it's more fun tracking your own stats because it, it makes you want to push just a little bit further right every day it's like okay yeah. well yeah if i didn't get my minimum in my 16 hours that steven is doing minimum a day then <laughs> it's like well <clears throat> i probably need to step it up so i think that's i think i think that's something i would advocate people take a bigger look at than something like 10k Anki cards or something like that is like how many hours right. are you spending in immersion so that's probably the stat that i would see people tracking in this immersion language community uh moving forward more than Anki stats yeah i'd have to i'd have to agree i think tracking if, if i were to go and track again i think tracking what i'm doing is more like 
along the path of like, oh, okay, this makes sense, yeah. you know, and, and trying to fit that more into my like everyday life. And I think that's one of the things where I, I tried to like, when I was working, it was like at my lunch break, I'd get a half hour. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like I could watch an episode of a manga or a anime in that half hour. Like that's pretty, and eat, and eat lunch. So it's mm-hmm. like fitting that in into my, my main schedule, I think, you know, it also helped. But yeah, I, I agree. I think tracking in that, if I were to go back, I, I would I would focus on immersion more. I, I think that's another thing that it's helped me notice is where there are gaps in my days or things that I'm spending more time doing that, that maybe I shouldn't be doing. Like, so mm-hmm. just figuring out, okay, well, if today I had these, these amount of distractions, like how can I make sure that those distractions don't come up tomorrow? Uh, so that's you when you see the numbers you can help identify when you've fallen out of your good habits a little bit more i think mm-hmm. um so uh what about passive immersion for you guys because i for, for me i fell way off this for quite a while um so probably i mean i was doing it occasionally throughout my first year of immersion so 2019 and then 2020 not so much until um October. And it was around that time that I started to have the realization I'm not as good in Japanese as I was hoping to be after two years. And, and I mean, I was at a year and 10 months of immersion. It's like, what am I missing? And it forced me to go back to the basics. And I was like, okay, what have smarter people, people than me said that you should be doing that I'm not doing? So I looked at like Matt vs. Japan video, Stogan, that sort of thing. And I was seeing, you know, passive immersion makes up a really both of them have said that that was a really important thing. Um, I know from my own experience using it that it was also really useful when I was doing it. It was just really boring compared to English content like audiobooks or, uh, you know, music. I'm, I really like music. So, like, cutting those things out. But, but then I, I had to, again, rejog my brain. It's like, how bad do you want this thing? Right, like, how bad do you want to get really good at Japanese? And so it's like, well, I definitely want to get better at Japanese than I, than I want to do something in the short term. And that was again where I mean, maybe even the intro line of this podcast might have to change this year because the whole personal development <laughs> thing was something that yeah. I've been, you know, kind of pushing that like you can get good without sacrificing yourself. And now it's like, well, it's not getting me where I want. Looks like I need to start sacrificing some personal development. Uh, so, you know, you got to experiment with this stuff. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it. I kind of want to go deeper um, on Japanese. So I'm that's something that I'm going to have to be willing to sacrifice, at least for this year, I think, is uh, uh, listening to other content, even if it's things that might help me out in other ways, like business and relationships and all those sorts of things. Uh, might just have to put some of the learning about those things on hold because audiobooks were a really good source for that. Can't wait to pick it back up, but I don't think that's what I'm going to be doing in 2021. What about you guys? Where are you guys at with um, passive and background immersion? I'll let you start, Stephen. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I didn't... Oh, by the way, level 160. Mm. <laughs> Dang! I, I got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how do i get more hours in my day down. Jeez, okay uh yeah but it's slowing down it's slowing down i probably also won't reach my sentence goal for the three-year mark i had seventy thousand, seventeen thousand as a goal and i'm so glad it's not seventy thousand. 
17, <laughs> I can believe, but okay, yeah. No, I won't reach that. Probably <laughs> 300 short or so. Um, yeah, I in the beginning, I did almost no passive immersion. And that's the time period where I did so much immersion overall, where I reached a seven hours a day on average or so. Uh, and that was, I did no passive immersion because all the other time I had during the day was spent on stuff where I have to concentrate yeah. either at work or at university. Mm -hmm. So there was almost no room for passive immersion. Basically all my free time, whenever I had any space left, I filled it with active immersion. Mm -hmm. Right now it's getting a little bit more because I have a little bit of more time or corona i'm sitting at home i work here i do my stuff for university i can do more passive immersion than before um so it's gotten higher but i can't give you exact numbers because i haven't tracked from the beginning so my feeling right now is what were it it I, I added it to the sheet, so anybody who wants to track his passive immersion, they can add it. But mm -hmm. I won't start with it because it feels bad for me, for my OCD. If I can't track mm -hmm. it from the beginning, why start now? So I mm -hmm. won't, probably won't start tracking it. But I've had to guess maybe two or three hours. I find found a nice Minecraft YouTube girl, whatever, and I have her running. She has 300, 600 episodes or so. So that's what I have running in the background most of the time or sometimes some political discussions where I'm watching the same thing or listening to the same thing over and over again. So something like this. So it is, it's gotten more than before, but it's not at 10 hours or so, so maybe three, four. Is it So your passive content now is no longer like shows that you've watched or something like that. It's content that you haven't experienced yet but are playing in the background yeah yeah because i think this using passive immersion for material where that you've already seen before is especially useful in the beginning because it increases your chances that you've picked up some words before if you've mined it before even better so it makes it easier to understand in passive immersion because if you've pick something where you you have never seen it before and if it's really dense content you probably won't get a lot out of it so but i'm at a level where i can understand for example like like i said this minecraft let's play she talks a lot um i can understand it no problem there are pretty much no words um i don't know maybe here and there one or two um so i don't need to focus on that anymore so i think the better you are in the language you are learning the easier it is to stray off that path so to speak and pick just anything because your comprehension is high enough if you can follow it still even if you have uh, only if you can only concentrate partially then i think it's fine to do to pick anything but in the beginning it's definitely better to pick something you have seen before or you've mined or so gotcha w what about yeah. you jordan yeah for me uh i used to do passive a lot um it, at first i started it was things that I had really no business listening to because it was way over my comprehension Same. level. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I was like, oh, wow, I, this is actually really boring. Um, so that is when I started to switch. Uh, I started to listen to things I've already seen. Um, and I think I think it was from Matt Richtervan. Um, But he, he would cut up the episodes into like three-minute chunks and then scramble them on his uh, you know, iPad or, or whatever media device. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, this is actually a lot more fun. And that way it's like, my, like for me, I feel like it, it, gets, it gets boring for a while. But if it jumps every you know, so often, then I feel like I'm, I stay more engaged. So 
uh, when I started doing that, that was really helpful. I could tell I was picking out more things, uh, and then I would mix it up. I would watch uh, commercials in Japanese, and I would take the whole commercial, like it would be like thirty, like twenty minutes of a commercial, like a random commercials in Japanese, and put that on my passive immersion, just because it was fun, it was enjoyable, um, it kept me going. Um, as far as uh, now, I don't do it too much, um, just because I feel like my comprehension's at the point where it's like. I'll be paying more attention to what I'm hearing than what I'm actually working on. And that kind of has, has caused like, I, I can't, it's hard to passively listen in code sometimes for me. It's, it's, if, if I understand too much of it, I'm just, I'm fo so focused on what's happening than what I'm actually doing. Um, and it, 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 my attention goes, goes to shit. Uh, but when I first started, I thought it was great. Um, and then when I used to, uh, when I used to commute, so my commute from work was like, I used to be an hour and a half. And so I could passively listen to whatever I wanted to and get some reading done on the train. Now it's like I drive and then even more now it's like most people, I was working from home for the last year. So it was like the passive was hard to come by. And now it's like, you know, I, I don't, but if, if I do listen to podcasts, so it's like, I'll do that more than like listening to you know a, a show that i've already seen so podcasts for sure have been and, and audiobooks for sure have been my quote-unquote passive or like oh, i'm going on a long drive or I'll, I'll listen to some you know some some new thing you know that so like steven said the the newer stuff is more appetizing now uh, but when i first started like definitely i could tell like watching or re-listening to shows that you've already seen before like full metal Alchemist brotherhood is one of the ones i can like I've heard that on repeat a million times. I put it into my passive immersion, like, oh, it's it's crazy. But yeah, not so much now. Mm. Yeah, that's, I, I will say the same. Like, yeah, if you're listening to the old stuff over and over, it gets really boring. That is what I'm doing right now. Um, but I, mm. I'm, I'm just going to suck it up and keep doing it because I feel like it sinks in whatever the content is into your brain. So like right now I'm reading Berserk. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm just, been going through the the movies on repeat in the background and i've been doing it through everything that that i feel like i can do it in the middle of so like i know some people don't do it during anki reviews uh i definitely do it in anki reviews and think it's really useful then actually because at least when i started i was doing it during anki reviews as well and somebody said oh so and so doesn't do that so i was like okay well i guess i'll, I'll take it out there and I, I realized yeah. as soon as I started making exceptions to when the passive immersion comes in, uh, the less likely I was to keep doing it. So um, I pretty much keep it on during everything that doesn't have audio of itself besides novels. I still can't do it during novels because I think kind of like what you were saying during coding, it's like sometimes you really do just need to focus on whatever it is you're reading. Yeah. And yeah. I already have a hard enough time concentrating during reading novels that it's right. it's distracting now something with a visual element to it like manga like i have it on during that and every other place i can fit it in but that's that's kind of where i'm at with it now yeah during reading novels or so i also don't i i tried it in the beginning uh, using passive immersion but then i switched back to listening to metal while i read novels mm. that's easier I don't know why some something when someone growls into your ear <laughs> helping helps my <laughs> concentration. I don't know. Wow. I tried putting on some music uh, recently and I had to stop that too because it was too distracting. I was listening to the growling too yeah. much. That, 
that's I feel like that's my biggest thing. It's like I can if I'm if I'm reading something, it's like if I do have music, it's like nice, calm, cooling. I feel like I couldn't have someone yelling in my ear. I'd be like, all right, well, you know, or a lot of the passive immersion I would do would be like a lot of action scenes. So like I would remember, I'm like, oh, it's that fight. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, you're not focusing on what you're reading, dude. Like pay attention. So like that's I, I just for me, that's that's super, that's super tough. I commend you keeping that up. That's 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 great. I, I will say this week I had passive immersion going and I was repping a subs to series deck and somehow the card that I flipped right as I flipped it matched to the passive immersion. And I thought for a second I slipped that's into awesome. the Isekai. I was like <laughs> it gave me a bit of a panic attack, but uh it was it was interesting. So uh all right, so what milestones have you guys reached in twenty twenty? Uh, Steven, you want to talk about any milestones that you hit? Um, yeah, time-wise, I got over 6,000 hours, nice. so that's nice. 6-3, six, six, three, what, three, I think, right now. What's the time span in there? Is that three years exactly? Three years, 6,000 hours? No, not exactly. I still have two months left. Okay. Um, let me check. Where am I? So we have 6,400 in... Yeah, a little over a thousand days. Hmm. So yeah, I still have time left, so I'm going to get a little bit higher. Nice. So that's the first one. I got over six thousand hours. It was cool. And then another one is more related to it's not it's no hard um milestone that I had. It's more a soft milestone. Um the book I we talked about it before the podcast a little bit. Um uh, the book I was reading, the fantasy book, and it was the first time I noticed that when you're reading in your native language and you're reading a novel, and I also think that that's a big problem at the beginning when you're reading something in another language, even if you understand it in your native language, you if you let's say you read, read a lot of the rings or so, and in your mind, you have some kind of movie where the scenes or what you're reading is replaying. You see in front of your mind's eye how the characters are looking, how the scenery is looking, and so on and so forth. But if you're reading in another language, in the beginning, you have to concentrate, especially in Japanese, too much on get the readings right, mm -hmm. get the meaning right, what is the sentence trying to say? So your head is full with other stuff, so you can't really get in this situation where this uh, movie is playing in your head. And this time, it was the first time while reading a novel that I had this, mm. and I noticed it, I was so happy about it. So I was just reading, and I had the pictures in my head, what is going on, how the uh, buildings are looking, and so on. So that's a milestone for me, and this one really helped make made reading a lot more interesting. So even for me, as a non-reader normally, um, that made, made it a lot more fun because you can really immerse, you can let yourself go and just focus on what you're, what you're reading without really noticing that you're reading another language. So that's a big step and why I'm going to continue reading the series. Was that, was with that reading, did you, was that something you hadn't read before or you had read, like that book? When it you was said new. you finally stunned, it was new? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Luckily. That's funny because the phenomenon you're describing, I just experienced for the first time in January with uh, Arslan Sinki. Uh, so Sinki, uh, that one is also like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because that was the first one that I've just been able to picture as I was reading. Um, it, it was it was a different experience compared to um, whatever I read before, which was like Rodos to Senki. And that one was not very good at all. So I, I had... I was dazing off in it. I uh, wasn't wasn't nearly as focused. Much more difficult to to picture. So, I would say like yes. I I finally also have found the first fiction book uh, 
that that I like. Um, though it, technically that didn't happen until 2021. Uh, what what else what else happened for you guys in uh, 2020? Um, for me, I got to so I think it was in May. Uh, I read 35 volumes in a, in that whole month of of manga. I was reading. Uh, was it? it was Baki? So it was Baki Rappler. So it wasn't it wasn't too dense as far as like talking. But uh, the fight scenes were awesome, and the art was pretty amazing. Um, and then I made it to a hundred uh, volumes of manga in in twenty twenty. That was the, I can't remember where I, when I hit that, but that was exciting because I was like, wow, it's been ten years for me, on and off, on and off ten years. So it's like, oh wow, like being able to read that much was like. And I think twenty twenty was the year where it's like, okay, like I'm just gonna start reading, like forget understanding everything uh and i don't even and maybe i i don't know if this is but but i try i don't even like mine too much from manga as well just because i want to enjoy it and want to spend more like i'd rather just read it over if it's good enough than 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 mine it always but uh yeah reading um reading 100 volumes this year um and then the last two things was i this is this year was the first time i read uh, a manga before i finished the manga before the anime so demon slayer season one was like 2019 i've watched that like four times and then i was like man i really i don't want to wait so i jumped into right where it left off it picked off in the in the anime and then i finished it and i was like oh wow this is the first time it's been the reverse usually i just you know after watching the anime it's like oh well i'm not going back so this is the first time i went back and did that i did that with uh, promise neverland as well so I did yeah. that with Providence Neverland too. Um, yeah. I don't want to talk about the se- second season. It's been painful, but anyways. <laughs> oh man, don't tell me that. <laughs> uh, so as, as far as uh, milestones uh, for myself, I hit 10,000 cards in Anki. Uh, that's, that is the promised nice. land. Uh, that's, that <laughs> means that I'm very good at grinding for a very long time. Uh, and then, so, okay. In November, it was like right before it was like, I was like 300 cards away from 10,000 and I was like, okay, nothing is going to change at this point. These sentence cards take way too long. And I think it was like Jake vs. Japan made a post about the Quizmaster vocab anime mm-hmm. cards. And I was like, all right, like, let's give it a try. Um, and so switched all of my cards over to which uh, it w- had some interesting results. So first off, I finished my Anki reviews in general 30% faster because of no sentence cards um that is on the conservative side usually it's probably about 50 percent faster uh also i found that sentence cards have a lot of issues with context dependent knowledge at least for myself um so i really did not like um i didn't like that i would see a sentence and then words in it can slip in and out of that i plus one uh range you know what i mean like you stop knowing certain words in the sentence at certain times. So what if a sentence yeah, was yeah. I plus one at some point, it might become I plus two over the course of its lifetime. So what I found is sentence cards uh, have that, that drawback, whereas vocab cards fo- force you to focus on one thing, and it's, mm-hmm. it tends to be really fast. It doesn't deprive you of the context because you flip it, and then you see the context, you hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're going really fast, which is also an option with vocab cards, and it's kind of not really with sentence yeah. cards. But anyways, like, I've done both. Um, I think sentence cards are probably, like, this is my guess, that they're probably more useful before you're, b- 
before you have an established reading habit. Um, but as soon as you're actually doing like daily reading routines, like you're seeing words mm-hmm. in context, and that's that's really what's gonna take you to the next level with your Japanese, not spending more time in Anki. At least that's that's my personal current hot take. Uh, Steven, what do you think about that though? Because I know you said you started experimenting a little bit with word cards. Yeah, I experimented. I also want to do a, a video about it because I had a few thoughts on that. Um, I started using three types of cards. And the most of my cards, in at least in the main deck right now, I'm adding a lot more um, audio cards and word cards. The most of my cards are still sentence cards, eleven thousand or so, if I remember correctly, could be a little bit more. And I still think that sentence cards are for the most part the best option you have. But I still I also started lose using word cards. Right now, what I'm doing is basically if I have complete audio, so for example, subs to SRS decks, then I almost always turn the cards into um, audio cards just because I think it helps me a little bit to get a little bit used. I can use them also to um, to try to pick out the pitch accent of the word. So I'm not only trying to understand it, I also think, hey, was this heibang, was this whatever. Um, and But not always. Sometimes I see, for example, today I went through a substore stack a little bit and there was roba. So um, donkey and I changed it in, not into a, um, into an audio card, but into a word card because the kanji for do in roba was a kanji I haven't seen before. So in this case, I think it's better for me not to hear it because I can. I think I can pick this word out out pretty easily. And um, in this case, I thought I'll it may is it more worth it for me to see the word and get a bit, little bit of exposure to the kanji. So I turned it into a word card, and that's basically what I'm doing with audio. So whenever I have audio card, most of the time I turn them into when I have full audio for a sentence, I turn them into audio card. Otherwise into but really rarely into a word or or sentence card and for reading so when i'm mining from uh, manga from visual novels from news or so um the basic setup would be a sentence card but whenever i feel like the sentence is really easy so there's no grammar in there where i think a little bit more exposure would help me there's no other word in there because sometimes you have a word in there that you maybe know but you're not that familiar with the reading or the meaning or just in general, the sentence has something that makes it difficult for me. I, in this case, I would keep it as a sentence card. But if it's really a word where I don't, where I think I don't need any context, I don't. There's nothing else in the sentence that I want to get a little bit more exposure to. In this case, I turn them into word cards, and I try to do it as often as as often as I can. So the word card deck is growing slowly. Mm. That's I, I that that's interesting. The key point there, and. Maybe you'll have to talk about this a little bit more so I understand it. But the like, if you're trying, where I'm at with this is if you're trying to get exposure to more than one thing in an Anki card, well, in Japanese, you can't, there's always more than one thing because there's readings, there's, <laughs> there's the actual kanji themselves, the recognition of it. Right. So it's, it's, but the less things that you can target on that, I feel like is better um, for testing a card and getting through it quickly why you you mentioned you still think sentence cards are superior what uh what what are the big advantages that you would still say for why you're primarily doing sentence cards 
Um, it's necessary definitely for grammar, for most grammar points, because they don't, they, if I, they're, whenever I go through a list for whatever reason of grammar points and I see the grammar point, I think to myself, what the hell does, it, does this even mean? But as soon as I see the example sentence, I know I, this one, so yeah, that's easy. I already know this. So for grammar, definitely sentence cards. Um, for some words like onomatopoeia or so, I think it makes a lot more sense because for whatever reason, they are really hard to remember yes. for a lot of people yes. when it comes to meaning. And so a sentence around it can really help a ton with this. Um, I get that whole story with uh, context-dependent knowledge, but I think if you're reading enough, then this won't be as big of a problem. So like I said, for because you can pick out in sentence card, you can pick out specific things, specific sentences where you felt like you have a problem there, anything with word order or something. Even if you don't know what makes the sentence difficult, you can still put it in there and get a little bit more exposure. It's just a little bit on top. But I think the longer your learning journey is, the less important it gets. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think if I when I start a new language, I'll do it from the beginning. So like I said, I'll decide on a case-by-case -case basis whether I do a, a word card, a sentence card, or an audio card. And as soon as you start, as I really get in, you get better in the language and there are more sentences where you feel, hey, this one is really short. It's from a manga. It's only three words or so. Uh, then you can turn it into, into word cards. So you save time uh, without sacrificing too much of the gains you could get from uh, sentence cards. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point because, uh, I, yeah, definitely with like grammar points, I still like I haven't completely eliminated all vocab cards because some of them just don't work. Like, like you mentioned, grammar cards, like I still have quite a few handfuls of those that are just sentences. The other thing is, like a lot of times there's ambiguity in the word if you don't have that sentence context, which again, based on the quiz master guide, like you just put a hint on the front of, and a lot of times it's just the sentence that I would have had on the back. It just now has the vocab word there as the thing that we're explicitly testing. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's certainly, you have to, I think you have to have both. In, in some way, it's just managing to figure out, you know, which one's better for you. Uh, where are you at with that, Jordan? Um, I say in the I, I'm hybrid. I've done all three. Uh, I've done I, I really have enjoyed the audio cards. I just felt like hearing that it's like, oh, wow. I, like, I feel like that's helped, like, define my hearing a little bit better. Um, currently. It's the hybrid between a word card and a sentence card. So the Tango decks that I've been using are kind of like that, where it's like they'll have the word on it, and then next to it they have the sentence that includes it. So if I want to read it all, I can. But typically I'll just look at the word, and I'm like, oh, it's this. Okay, cool. I know what this word is. It's this. And then on the back side of the card, I hear the audio of the full sentence. So I'm like, oh, wow. And like as you said, I've noticed – using the tango cards and using that format has increased tenfold as far as how fast I can get things done and even how many new cards I feel like I can focus on. Mm. Um, but I do believe, like you said, that is further down the line, more like in the beginning, I think using the sentence cards, like having creating a foundation, they're, they're great. And as you get read more, as you get more advanced, I feel like, hmm, I don't need a, a whole ass sentence or things that I find online. It's like, oh, wow, let me get this big ass block of text for like this one word. And, and so I feel like I don't want to read that. That bogs me down. That makes me not want to do do Anki. So it's like if I can get that little word, one word, I go with that. But if I can't, like if the sentence, if having the sentence there makes more sense, then I'll go, I'll, I'll do that. And and I've noticed that with Subsys RS, like 
coming back and looking at older cards, I'm like, oh, wow, I don't remember the sentence at all. And it's like, let's say from like Rising of the Shield here. And I'm just like, uh, okay, I kind of remember this, but not really. And I can tell, like you said, information is falling in and out of my head. It's like, okay, I know this word, but the word that I'm supposed to be knowing is this one. And it's like, but I have no idea what it is. And so I, I've been leaning more towards the the word cards and vocab cards more than, than or just a hybrid of having both on the front and focusing on the word than the actual sentence. Because after a while, I feel like after a few reviews, it's like I don't even notice the sentence anymore. Yeah. Um, w- one other observation that I noticed from my anecdotal experience here is that by switching all of your cards that were sentence cards to vocab cards, uh, my retention on those cards went down by about 10%. So if I was doing like 77% for my mature rate, which is what I was doing really consistently, and then about like 72 for young cards, that went down to about like 66. So it's it's really about 10% lower now switching it, removing that context. So what that tells me is that I, when I see these words in isolation, I don't recognize them as readily. So it is causing me to go back and review more cards in the short term. So that's that is an observation. If anybody else Mm -hmm. has a bunch of cards and decides to convert them, look forward to that. Um, So (laughs) uh, another thing as far as uh, milestones. So uh, I maybe this isn't some people will probably just say that this was really stupid, but I did something a little strange here. And uh, eh, sure, it's a milestone milestone. And well, it was worth it to me. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, so I crammed 5,500 cards in six weeks. So why? Ooh. Why, Kanji Eater? You're this far into the journey. You know that Anki isn't the thing that makes the difference. Like, yes, yes, I know this. But I had a whole bunch of leeches, and they had been sitting there for forever. And I was like, I got to do something about these cards. Because if you've seen my Golden Dick video, anytime I, d- I search for a word, it also shows me what cards I have in Anki with that and it shows a little picture and all that so it's like oh yeah I remember that one yep I remember that one and this was happening with every word that I was looking up it's like I had 5,500 cards that had been leached over the course of my four years of traditional and then one and some change years of immersion it was like I got to do something about this because those are memories with those cards whether they're artificial now at this point or not because I've just grinded through those cards so many times. Like, it seems like a waste to just leave them there. So that was my thought. I was like, okay, well, how long would it take me to just grind through all of these? I don't need to keep all of them. Uh, some of them are probably useless at this point. But I kind of wanted to clean up uh, some of my Anki stuff because I plan on continuing to use Anki to get better and better and eventually surpass Steven. I don't know how I'm going to surpass you or what that even <laughs> means, but... Uh, <laughs> rivalries. You need them to, you know, propel yourself further. Uh, so, so I was like, Anki's clearly a key, a key point in this. So, I, w- I want to do some cleanup. So, um, from eleven twelve, so that's November twelfth, all the way until January second. That's how long it took me to get through five thousand five hundred cards. I think that's it's on average over a hundred cards a day. I don't remember. I, I should have done that math beforehand, but it's. <sighs> Three and a half hours of Anki on average a day. Uh, Hats off to you. Hats off to you. Here's the thing. A lot of these these cards, it was like, oh, yeah. Like, I remember this word now. 
or like when you're going through that many Anki cards, you start picking up those words in immersion really fast. And it reminded me of how mm-hmm. useful the SRS is because it was like, dang, it's been a while since I've just like done a whole bunch. Like I was only doing 10 cards a day before that. Very consistent. And so once you start bringing in a bunch and focusing on those words is like, OK, I'm seeing this everywhere now when I didn't even mm-hmm. notice it before. Um, and then I also found just a whole bunch of duplicates in my deck. It's like, oh, I actually have better memories from this leached card than this duplicate one that I had accidentally added. Or because it was a leech, I was like, well, I'm not going to use that card again. That card's flawed. And it's like, well, is that really true? I've got like three different options that are leached here that I can choose from now. Combine all of those into one memory and like just use the best piece for it. Um, so I've stopped suspending leeches. I'll also say that my leech threshold, I, I dropped that to a really low level. So that was at default in Anki is eight, I believe. I dropped it to four. Um, That's mine too, yeah. At four, it was far too low. Like maybe if you're just tagging the cards and you want to deal with them, that would be good. I don't recommend suspending them though for the reason that I just mentioned. Once you get to a certain level, you start seeing all of these words. It's like you could have just been repping them over the course of time and they would have sunk in by now. And so I felt like I just left memories and pieces that had been partially <laughs> acquired just on the table. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to yeah. take those back and hoard them. Uh, so that's what I did. Uh, thoughts on that? <laughs> I am similar with... Uh, in the beginning, I also did this with uh, leeches that I let Anki suspend them and then... I tried a bunch of stuff, but nothing really worked. And in mm-hmm. the end, the best thing for me was to change the settings to that Anki only marks them yep. and nothing else. And I do nothing with them. Yep. If they come beautiful. up and I fail the card, I fail it's it. It's a normal card. I don't care about it. I don't even know how many leeches I have. Just keep them in there. Eventually, I do remember them. Yep. Because for whatever reason, after you've seen it, there are so many leech cards in there that I've seen over and over again and something sticks. And I don't know why, yes. for whatever reason. I think in the beginning, Kotowaru. I think this this one was a leech for five times, six times or so. And eventually, I know it's one of the easiest words. Mm-hmm. So I think keeping them in there, if it doesn't take up a lot of your time, rather this than spending extra time you could use for immersion on reworking the card or looking for a new card or stuff like that. So just ignore. Completely agree. Wish I would have done that way in advance because yeah, that's, that's exactly where i ended up um it also gave me a chance to experiment with some more anki settings that i had been maybe less comfortable with despite using anki for about six years like i hadn't really done a lot with the interval modifier or the lapse modifier the interval modifier is the piece that says like whenever you answer the card how far out do you want it to go if it's really if it's a really big number and it's a static thing set in Anki settings. So if you have mm-hmm. it big, then it'll kick your cards way out there. Uh, it's set to 100% uh, by default. For this, it was like, okay, a lot of these words, when they were leached, I hadn't seen them as much. I actually probably have more memories with these leached cards now. So they're easier to me because I have more Japanese experience at this point. So I bumped up my interval modifier for all my cards. And so it was at 100. Now it's at 130. That also means less reviews. So um, it also means your retention rate goes down, and that went down by mm, maybe about another 5% or something. So my retention right now in Anki is really low, like 70% for uh, young cards, which is what it was, and then about like 65% for mature cards. 
That will come up though over time and I can always modify um, those settings again if I want to change that and want more cards. But honestly, I, I, don't, I don't mind missing those cards as much as I am because it kicks them out so far. Same with the lapse modifier. So that's the thing. I had my lapse modifier set at zero. What that means is that if I miss a card, that means it completely starts over. So the next time that I review it, I'm going to have to, it, I'm going to see that again in two days and then four days and mm -hmm. then so on and so forth. Yeah. Now though, it's, it's like, well, if I haven't seen this card in three months and I, you know, I kill it, uh, you know, say that um, I missed it, it's going to go out a couple of weeks still because it's, I've set that as well at about 30%. So I get a bonus, essentially a 30% bonus. Other than that, I'm still using the whatever low key Anki settings. So no ease or anything like that. I'm curious about you guys. Have you guys messed with any of those more intricate Anki settings? Yeah, I, I have. Uh, as you said, I think my 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 leech setting was like four or five, something like that, where it's like if I've missed it after that, it, it typically will suspend the card or, or mark it as a leech. Um, I do do that more often now. Um, I do suspend cards more often just because I feel like if it's a burden, I'm okay with fine. Like, Personally, I feel like if I suspend a card and it comes back around that second time, I'll have it's it's stronger. So I'll either unsuspend that card at that moment, or I will I'll I'll have found a new like a new word or a new card for it, which it does take some more time, and I will admit that. But I'm okay if I unsuspend it, or or I, I try to like keep track of like the cards that I have suspended because it's like oh, okay I'll come back or I, I it's easier for me. Um, and then the interval modifier, like you said, I noticed that as well. Mine is like mine was twenty five, twenty to twenty five, something like that. Because like you said, I noticed that like oh wow, like setting it to zero is like annoying it's like oh i have to it's like why i already know this now like i don't it doesn't need to go back to a day or two so i've i have modified those two settings other than that um no maybe i used to modify the the steps where it was like one ten so before it was like as another guy in a discord he he recommended his interval and it was like milliseconds it was like mm. 16 it was like oh like 10 seconds 20 25 five minutes 10 minutes and then like then like maybe a few hours and like i used to do that and like that definitely helped with like subs srs decks or when i would like combine completely through a whole show like doing that definitely seeing it repetitively that much it did increase how long i was spending in anki which kind of rubbed me the wrong way uh so i ended up stopping that but those were the the only um and I did that with Demon Slayer and I don't I don't know if that is why like I did subs SRS mine Demon Slayer pretty much entirely from like all 25 episodes. So like maybe that is why I love Demon Slayer so much. Uh but I did see like that did help. I, I do notice notice more when I'm reading the manga, even when I read the novelization of it, I'm like blazing through it because I'm like, oh whoa, I've already picked up these words. So like it it's good like changing those steps but it it i i just went back to the 1 and 10 it seems like an easy way to over review too, too like it, if you if you do yeah. it too much and i mean your brain needs time to forget it in order to build a stronger memory so i've i've right. also messed my steps aren't the basics i don't remember what they are but it's i study them a little bit more than probably i need to but it's 
like one extra step or something like that. What about you, Steven? Right. Messed with any of those settings much? Uh, the interval modifier I changed. I don't know what it's currently at. So I set it a little bit up mm -hmm. because I think, I mean, it's always a balance. I think. I, I think I've seen somewhere as a tool where you can calculate a little bit what's the best setting for you or so, yeah. because if you, you don't want to keep it too high, 99% retention costs so much time yeah. because you have your reviewed so often. So I try, I'm still at 88%, I think, retention right now. Um, I try to go more towards 80% and rather do more cards. Right now, mm -hmm. I don't get enough cards to fill this, but I tried the whole time. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you said what it's called lapse modifier um, i can't remember lapse modifier exactly mine is at 70 percent. oh really so okay. yeah and I, I think those two settings are the big two that can change how much you do in anki yep. what what changed especially in my when i think about anki in the beginning i wanted to i i, I was really whenever reviewing it felt bad to uh, press fail yep. so that you failed a card i didn't want to do it but my my uh, mindset changed a little bit and right now it's more like mm, i do it i don't care i'll see it and uh, again anyway it's not like this card is going anywhere yeah. mm -hmm. so if i see it the next time and i fail it again no problem mm -hmm. i can review it again i don't really mind so without worrying too much about it just if, if it's a card that leeches it leeches it just it comes again in a few weeks i had a few, i have some cards they leached I, I had to fail them so often they went from a span of six months down to with always the 70 percent uh, um, back to 70 percent mm -hmm. down to one day <laughs> so some of them i forgot over and over again and i don't really mind yeah and with the steps as well in the beginning for a long time i used the basic steps uh, what are they one five ten something like that i don't remember uh, or like one in ten something like that yeah yeah and i changed it to one so I only have one. Um, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what I notice is, like I said, I want to spend as little time as possible on um, Anki, and there are a lot of words. I think this gets viable the longer you are learning because it gets easier and easier to remember words. Yes. I think the biggest thing for me for Anki is especially readings. So um, meaning I can get you can get a meaning of a word just from reading from context but the reading is difficult depending on what word it is yes. and if you know the kanji or not so as long as i remember the reading like i said it get, gets easier over time and that's why i felt like i set it to one all there are a lot of words i can remember even after only seeing them for a short period of time only a few times at the beginning uh, and there are other words that you forget over and over again so with this short setting, I get the ones that I do remember out of the way as fast as possible, and the other ones I just fail when they come up. So out of 20 cards I learn or so, five I will see more because I can't remember them. The other ones, they'll, I'll just pu push them away as fast as possible so that I spend less time on them instead of doing more reviews for all of them. So that also helped help me. But I think in the beginning it's better to keep it a little bit, uh, to keep in a little uh, few more steps. One five ten or so or whatever. Are are you doing? Are you guys doing the like the low key Anki settings where ease just gets reset? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Same here. Um, because that's that's interesting. I've I've had that same observation that some cards are just harder to stick, which in theory is what the ease is supposed to fix. But uh, in reality, I don't know that the way Anki's algorithms built out of the box, it actually really accommodates that that well. But um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that you also touched on something, Stephen, that, um, you know, doing a very dense amount of Anki over that six week period, it 
helped me realize when I was forgetting words, especially going through all my leeches, I started to pick up you know, what's wrong with these cards. And in most of the cases, it's because kanji have multiple readings and I would flip one in one reading out for the other one. And so I did that happened a lot. And what I found was useful to combat it is um, seeing other words that have the, the have that kanji and the reading. And so I've actually made a post on this um, about how you can essentially generate from your deck um, all of the Anki cards or all of your Anki cards that have kanji on them. Use the RTK cards that you have and then generate words off of it that are in other Anki cards. So what this means is that for if like Roba was the word that you mentioned, Stephen, which has two really rare kanji, yeah. um, which I, I think I think both of them are rare, right? I forget what the, the, fir- the no, second, the second one, one, one is Uma. Uma. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uma. So so like that's a really good example because the first kanji is rare, the second one very not rare. So what it generates on your card is it would be that first kanji in isolation with the word roba next to it and with the reading there too. And then for Uma, it'd be like, well, if, if you forget what that is, I mean, well, there, there are many different <laughs> readings for it, um, mer- many different um, words that that kanji is found in. So all of those would be listed there too. And you could see, oh, sometimes it's Uma, sometimes it's the Ba reading, sometimes it has some made up one that's not Onyomi or Kunyomi in theory. I'm not saying that that word, that kanji has that problem. But those are the patterns that you can expose to yourself. So um, that, that is available like on the Anki add-on uh, webpage, something that just generates from, from your sentences all the kanji and then keywords that you have experienced. And it tells you like if it's a young card or like a mature card with a little green outline box. So I do recommend people check that out. I'm going to do some updates to that probably pretty soon to make it a little bit easier for people to set up. But that has made a really big difference for how fast I can actually, oh, yeah, that that kanji is also found in this word. Or, oh, that kanji isn't the one that has these other words that I thought it did. So it's it's helped me make kind of that, I don't know, that neural network of how these kanji are connected to other different ones, which, again, just helps acquisitions. The more experiences you have with it, it's like, oh, this kanji is found in all these other words, like that's that's going to help that stick a little bit more so that, that was one thing um it's a bit of a hassle to set up right now but it'll get easier in the future uh so check that out if you're also struggling uh with some stuff with um kanji and its various readings their various readings so uh any other thoughts wrapping up on 2020 uh any any other 2020 thoughts guys no not for me now all right so moving on to 2021 uh, let's talk about uh, what our Japanese routines will look like. Um, and I guess maybe just start off um, just stats in general. Where, Stephen, do you have any stats that are standing out to you as this is something that I'm doing well right now um, with my study habits? I know you mentioned reducing Anki time. What, what other stats are sticking out to you right now? I mean, there aren't that many sets you can look at um, right now, like I said, or like you said, um, Anki, but I'm already pretty low. 30 minutes a day, I only took 24 minutes or so, Mm -hmm. so it's getting less and less. Um, I still want to try to up my reading a little bit. 
especially when I look at my stats, it's the only thing that stands out to me. And I made a video just two days ago, no, two days ago about what I would change if I could do it again. And reading is one of them. And my reading is still very low compared to my listening. I'm at oh a lot more reading, uh, a lot more listening, 4,000 hours of listening and only 1,500 of reading. So I still want to get this up a little bit more. Um, so that's basically the only thing in regards to stats. Otherwise, I'll just continue as it is right now. Listening is fine. I'm happy with that. I just want to read more because I think that's going to help me a little bit more in the future and just continue tracking my books. That's what I started a while ago. So when I start reading a book, I set my timer every time. So I can say at the end, I, it took me, I don't know how long to finish this book. And I calculate a little bit how long, uh, how much I read, my reading speed and so on, stuff like that. I want to see a little bit, even though I think the changes are bigger if you start from the beginning, because I am already re um, rather advanced when it comes to reading. I can read it relatively fast, at least for me, it seems like I read like in my native language, a little bit slower, definitely, um, depending on the material, of course. And um, so there aren't that many changes anymore. But I will still do it. Maybe I'll get faster. I don't know. That's I, I I also noticed that at the beginning, my reading speed was able to move up very quickly. Um, and now it kind of feels like it's just where it's at. I th I still think my reading speed is really slow, but my reading speed's really slow in English too. So, uh, it's just the just the reality. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to keep bumping that up. What about you, uh, Jordan? I I know you don't explicitly track stats but are there areas where you're trying to uh step up or maybe you should start tracking stats in some areas <laughs> uh i'd say hmm, reading for sure I, I that goes back to that i'm not a i'm not an avid reader in english uh and i feel that listening my listening whether it's subs or no subs like i feel like i can listen and pick out what's what's being said uh but my reading is very, I have to slow it down. And I think that's that's why I tend to go towards easier things to read. It's because like I can tell, like if I'm watching something, I'm like picking out all the details. I can take it all in. We're good to go. And then especially if it's subtitles, it's like I've read it before they finished it. And I'm like, cool, I know what's going on. Um, but it's it's different when you're when you're reading uh when you're reading books and and, and novels so i uh, definitely um increasing that more and i think uh increasing um things i enjoy more as well uh so finding that that the fiction book that i that i enjoy or um yeah i think that's what i'm headed where I'm, direction i'm headed uh, Stephen, you mentioned if you could do it again, you would uh, do more reading now. And and even your reading now, is it more focused on light novels or or manga or what is your core reading? And then this is a question for both of you, since I know you guys uh, make a lot of cards uh, with the media that you're using. If you're reading and you're making like making, are you making cards at the same time? Like I sometimes I want to do that, but I feel like. I'm already slow at reading. This is going to like double my reading speed yeah. and make it like twice as slow. And so that's something that I felt like, man, like I want to get better, but like, do I take the time to mine what I'm reading? Like, you know, that, that, that's the question for both of you guys. So the first one there was Steven, what, what reading things are you doing? Like when you say you want to step up right. reading. Right. Uh, I do. 
I mix it a little bit. I try to pick out um, especially stuff that's a little bit more difficult. That's why I really had a hard time dropping Muramasa. But like I said, it's not because of the difficulty. I want to mine as much as I can because right now I really have problems finding new words, especially when reading in manga or so. I find maybe one word every three or four chapters. Um, so I don't get anything out of this. And in this one, I could mine a ton. But like I said, it wasn't for me. I didn't like the story, so I had to drop it. And that's I already picked up the next one where it's equally difficult. But I tried to still try to mix it up because it's definitely uh, really straining if you have to concentrate that much, if there are so many unknown words. Um, so I will do one hour or so of something difficult, mix it with a little bit of news here and there, and then difficult visual novel or so. And then afterwards, I'll just continue manga or whatever I just want to read right now, something easier where I don't have to mine as much. Same deal with me. I... I have a minimum for the hard things that I have to do. That way I'm forcing myself mm -hmm. to consistently get better at those things. But then manga is any extra time that I have, I will be reading as much manga as I can. Um, so like Steven said, visual novels seem still like one of the best mediums because they have the balance of both just enough visuals and audio and voiceovers to keep you in the story but um, still enough that there's really challenging vocabulary still. So uh, Steven mentioned Muramasa, which I want to start after I finish some more of Higurashi, which turns out to be like 200 hours, which I did not know getting into. So I'm committed, though. Um, so uh, then the other question there was, um, what again, Jordan? Uh, do you guys... So when you mine, are you mining? Right. Are, like how how do you incorporate like what to mine, what not to mine? Because I felt like when that's the main reason why I haven't been making a lot of cards is because like why like I find something I really want to read and I'm like yeah, and then it's like oh I want to mine it too, but I'm like oh well that probably is gonna like increase how long it's gonna take me to read this thing, and so I. I'm conflicted as far as like, should I be just reading through and like eventually picking up some stuff or should I like take the time to actually like mine or like set aside a series of like, Hey, I found this series. It's really good and interesting. I'm going to only mine from this series. And on the back end, I'll just watch or, or read this other thing. That's really a lot easier. Like how do you guys find that balance or what, what do you guys do when, 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 when you're, uh, yeah, yeah, if that makes sense. Go ahead, Steven. Um, I still mine everything. Like I said, I have problems getting my words in. So um, even in Muramasa, the last time I played before I decided to drop it, I read for six, six hours straight and I, I only mined 20 words, but I counted around 30 unknown words. Mm -hmm. So even that's per hour, five words or so, that's not a lot. And I have problems getting i want to i want to learn still want to learn 10 to 15 words a day especially with audio cards and word cards as they are faster to rep um but i just don't get the number so i might i try to mine everything sometimes i, like I just everything. give it because wow. i don't want to for whatever reason i'm too lazy or so but 90 percent of the words i encounter that i knew i mine I have recently adopted the Steven strategy of mining all the things. So I I was trying to be picky, you know, follow the best practice. Oh, if it's if it's, you know, under a three star word, don't take it. Um, turns out right, right. those one star words keep popping up in whatever I'm reading. And I know that mm -hmm. because 
I've been using Golden Dick, like I said, and it shows me what my Anki cards are. So I just... So one of your questions there, Jordan, was um, how long does it take to make? Well, if you have the right tools, yeah. it doesn't take that long at all. Um, because what I found is like my workflow in something even like a visual novel is, okay, like, oh, that was a word I didn't know. So today I was playing Higurashi and that's um, comparable in difficulty from what we were talking about before, probably to Muramasa. So it's, it's pretty difficult. Lots of weird words right. in it. Um, I, I stumble upon a new word, pause it, use whatever it's, what is it, uh, capture to text, highlight the content mm-hmm. in it, send that over to the dictionary automatically with a button. Then it shows all the different words in it and I can click whichever one I care about. And then so, so like all that happens like in, in like less than a second, basically. So okay. you already have okay. your, your dictionary with uh, things like an image already there. You can see all the different definitions in there. And then it shows you what shows does this show up in in my subs series Anki decks or in books that I've just sent through Anki that um, it, like there's an add on where you can just take full books and it will just turn them into sentences, sentence cards. So I can also see like, does this show up in any of the books that I've read? Um, wow. So, OK, so so with things like that, it's like, OK, well. First off, it becomes really clear if I want the word or not, which, like I said, I'm basically just taking everything now. Higurashi today, it was like, there was only like four words today. So it's like, okay. I'm experiencing a little bit of what Steven's talking about, but also I'll talk about it later. I, I have a backlog of cards at this point because I can't get through them all in a day. But anyways, so adding cards, yes, add them a lot. My hesitation in adding cards in general while I was making it like I didn't used to do this I was just adding words to a spreadsheet and then I would Mm -hmm. take two hours um on weekend days and just build a bunch of cards turns out it doesn't take that much time to make these cards like when there's like a button that just says send to Anki right so Migaku has that yeah the golden uh dictionary add-on I have has that uh so you can just make these cards really really quickly and still have them high quality um also like one other thing that's been useful for me lately is that the um, Golden Dict add-on that I have, like if you hit a hotkey, it just automatically knows what the type of the content is in your clipboard, and it can just put it in the right field. So if you have audio that you got from ShareX, hit the hotkey, sends it off to the audio field. If you have an image, hit the hotkey, same hotkey, it just puts it in the right field. So now I'm talking about making like rich content cards in like the matter yeah. of se- it takes about as long as it does. The part that takes the long time is understanding the word. The actual making the card is like nothing on top of that. So if you're already yeah. used to looking up words as you're reading something, then it ends up being really fast. At least that's been my experience. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is well, the Kindle. Oh, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Okay. The <laughs> okay. Kindle. Um, oh, <laughs> go ahead, Steven. <laughs> take this one. You got this. Dude. Take it. Okay, because because you said it takes time with card creation. I timed it once, twenty to thirty seconds with all yeah. those add-ons. So if you have all included, it just if you have five words in an hour or so, you have two and a half minutes. So not nothing really at all. You especially visual novels. That's why I like them so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you use a, a text extractor or so, uh, so you have already have it in your clipboard, and yep. up it goes. And I think the, the same theme with the um, with the leeches. I don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to think about, ah, oh, this is a word I want to add. Yep. I don't want to edit how many stars. I just put it in there. Eventually, we'll do them all. So get it out of the way. 
Mm. Yeah, okay. I, I've yet to find a useless word. That's that was that was one of the things I realized going through a bunch of these Anki cards is it's like these things keep popping up. It's just whether or not you recognize them or not. And so I mentioned that at this point, I, for, for a while there, I was adding like 20 new cards a day, like not reviewing mm -hmm. them, but creating them uh, right. through through mediums that I was making. And again, what I found, because Golden Dick shows you with, with the proper setup, like what Anki cards it shows up in, it's very easy for me to say, oh, well, that card I've now seen a couple times. So I'm just going to put that in the review queue for tomorrow um, because I'm only doing five new cards a day at this point. So that was okay. that was actually something I was going to ask Stephen about is, are you always adding all of the cards you create in the same day or do you limit that? Like what what threshold have you found there? Uh, for the longest time, I had a backlog of whoa, a few hundred cards. I don't know. So even if three months ago or so, I still had, I think, about three to four hundred cards in backlog. Mm -hmm. And like I said, right now, it's the opposite. I struggle to find cards and I have to go out of my way to get new cards. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. And it's great. On one hand, oh. it's great. On the other hand, I want to add. No, no, no I'm sorry. I mean, I am. I now have a couple hundred cards backed up and it's like, hmm, at five cards a day, I don't know. It's going to take me a while to get through them because I reduced from 10 cards to five cards while I was doing that insane amount of repping. Um, so, so it's like, okay, well, it, and it's, it sounds like if I just keep down the current path, I will probably just eventually get it down to nothing because I'm definitely adding less cards now than I was a month ago. Okay. Um, and that was so you're telling yeah, me ahead. I need to add everything. That's what that's <laughs> what they're saying. I need to add more. Like that's sometimes I feel like when I would I would have that where I have backlog and I'd have like I'd create a bunch of cards and then I'd have 50 cards. And it's like when I finally got to a certain card, I'm just like, oh, I don't even remember where this is from. Yeah. Like, I just remember reading this randomly. And now I don't know what the context is. So that's your issue. I'm like leaning. You know, right. Yep. Yeah. I'm like leaning away from it. It's like, oh, well, I don't remember the context. I don't know what this is. And this isn't making any sense. You know, and then it's like my first thought is like, oh, I delete it. Yeah. Like immediately. Making it from the context yeah. is the big thing. Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I think it, it, it is, this is a big theme. Also, the idea we, we talked about it for a second the um, um, Anki setup. What is it called? Like the workflow? Loki Anki no. or. <laughs> Loki Anki. Thanks. Yeah, Loki Anki. The idea behind Loki Anki in the beginning was to reduce the amount of decisions you have to do because it's really tiring over time. Yes. You have to decide what is it right now. Same thing with leeches. I just don't want to think about it. Get it out of the yep. way. So I don't have to think too much. Same thing with the cards. Just edit and maybe use something like Morphman to decide for you what are the frequent ones or not. That's what I do. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just, just don't think about it. Try to make it as easy as possible that, so that you do your Anki. But don't make it too complicated. Yeah. Just get it out of the way as soon as yeah. possible. If you fail a card, fail it. And if it's a leech, mm, it is a leech. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the, the other... I got it. Oh, go, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. So the other thing I was going to say is that um, when we're talking about how you can make cards really quickly, uh, release a Kindle add-on that it just takes whatever you highlighted and puts that as the vocab word. And then it can also pull out the sentence automatically. So you get your vocab word from any word anything in your kindle and also the sentence as well then you can process that through anything on your computer that you know generates definitions like migaku i know they have images built in there 
I have like a whole list of scripts that it runs like just to fill out all the metadata I could ever care about on that card. Like I mentioned, it also shows like for every kanji in there, what are the other words that this kanji shows up in? Like those sorts of things like Mm -hmm. building up the tool sets useful, but uh, something like the Kendall piece has been really useful for me because that's all I've been repping lately is the uh, Arslan Senki. Like because... Because that book is difficult, it's written by the Galactic Heroes dude. Um, I know that there are a lot of words in there that I will never see probably outside of his writing. But his writing, he's got 16 books in this series and I plan on reading them at this point. And he repeats them a lot. So even if they're rare words, zero star words, they're showing up. So I might as well be repping them. Um, Got it. And again, Morph Man can tell you how frequently they show up and you just add those with your Kindle automatically and it's it becomes like I it took me one second to make ninety cards. Like it's it's insane. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely okay. have a backlog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I read a lot of my so I, I do I'm starting to read more on the Kindle and I think the Kindle does have that way where it's like any word you or if like if you highlight a, a word, I've done that where it's like I can't remember what the add what the thing is called now, but it's like anything you've highlighted you can take in a Kindle and make a sentence for. It's like Kindle I've done mate, that. I think, um, and then some other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And so it's like but I don't do it necessarily with manga just because like I read manga on my iPad and it's like taking the time to take a picture of it. And and do all that. It's like, ugh, do I really want to? But I, uh, from what you guys are saying, maybe maybe it might be. Yeah, I need to work on my workflow as far as like if I could make it. You know, the the I know Copyfish. You use you used Copy. You mentioned Copyfish once before, Stephen. So it's like trying to use that for if I were reading online, that might help. Like help make it easier for me to make cards. Hopefully, yeah. I would I would try to. Uh, um... I think it's best if you upgrade to text to I mean, capture to text okay. instead of copyfish. I use copyfish for a long time, but the upside for uh, capture to text is that you can use it on your desktop as well. Yeah. You can use it ah. on anything. And the other one is only in the browser. So it works yeah. as well, but it also takes a little bit longer. The one, because it's a program, you have to install the other one. So it's faster, but otherwise it works the same. Okay. Tap, capture the text. I'm going to write that down. I've Thanks, been using that one for years and it is fantastic for manga. Yep. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So let's see what else. Anything interesting for you guys in 2021 so far? I will say, I'll, I'll kick this one off. So after doing an insane amount of Anki reps, only about out of those 5,500, 2,000 stuck. So I deleted a lot of cards. I suspended a lot of cards. Um, and another observation is that when you add a lot of cards into Anki, like everybody has that, you know, nagging feeling in the back of their head. Like I could just rep this whole thing. If I just spent a long time, like going through this in Anki, I could just get through this instead of in months, I could do it all today. And so what I will say, this is what happens when you do that. You have a lot of young cards, a lot of young cards that you're going to be reviewing in your next reviews. Uh, the, what I've noticed, and I haven't heard anybody else talk about this, so this is kind of anecdotal at this point. What it, young cards are harder than than the mature cards because you've had less exposure to them. Like for instance, if you see the the uh, card for like Mizu Water, like it's not going to take you any time to review it. If you just learned all of these yesterday through grinding them in Anki, it's going to take you a couple seconds to recall these. So that's something that I've noticed is that. 
I had about 2000 young cards that I was like reviewing in these like daily cycles. Um, that's not all in one day. I think my reviews at the worst were like 800 in a day. I've recovered though. Ooh. They are now about, <laughs> it's about 200 cards a day. 800. It's, it's about 200 cards a day. So with vocab cards, okay, that's, good. that's now back to my, wh what I used to grind through Anki at, which is about an hour to an hour and a half. It's more on the hour and a, hour and a half side right now, but that's thanks to the Anki simulator add-on, I can tell when it's going to go back down. It's going to be April. So it's like I can, I can deal with it. It's going back down at the current rate. So um, having done Anki for so long, I'm very comfortable making decisions and like changing these things that I wouldn't have been comfortable doing early on. I knew that I could grind through it. So again, I wouldn't recommend this necessarily to anyone else going through that many. But I was like, yeah, what the heck? I think this could be useful just to grind through a bunch and not, not be like, oh man, I have to make a card for this leech again. Um, I don't have to do that anymore. All my cards are cards that I study or um, card, new cards that I want to add. There's no more leech stage in between. Um, so that's, that, that's where that's at. Any, any questions or thoughts on that? 800 cards on average is... It, it, it was not average. That was peak. That was peak. Oh, okay. That was worst. Okay. Peak. That was at my lowest. Okay. Okay. That, was, that was when I was closest to death's door and like ready, to, <laughs> ready to say I'm done with Japanese. No, but th that's just it. I knew I wouldn't quit, so I didn't have any problem uh, grinding through an insane yeah. amount. So. And also, I was playing Shin Megami Tensei 3, and I was like, I'm already grinding in this game. Why not just grind an on? Yeah. So it was it was a natural transition. Did you did you mine a lot from Shin Megami Tensei? Do you do a lot of mining from games? A handful, and that kind of brings me to my next point, which is that for 2021's routine, I think I'm going to try to cut games, just because I I like games. They're wow. they're what got me into it. Hearing Steven's inspirational story from the last time. Uh, it seems like that may have helped him out, like cutting down games so he could get better, even though he got fluent from English, uh, you know, through World of Warcraft. I'm going to ignore the part that he told me before the show that he's getting back into games, though. I'm going to assume he's still doing like 12 hour days of Anki, uh, that sort of thing. <laughs> but I'm so personally, I'm going to try to cut out things that are less dense as far as content goes. So, um, uh, I'd like to continue to do like a minimum amount of novels, a minimum amount of visual novels. And then for the, with the easier part, I, I do want to still do as much manga as I want. But games, it's like uh, depending on the game, it's different density. So I, I'm not talking about visual novels here. Those are just as intense as uh, novels to a lot of the times. Um, also, just in general, talking about cutting out, like like I said, English audiobooks because I'm just going to be doing a bunch of passive immersion. Um, I'd like to start building in podcast and immersion things in general, but I, I don't have them scheduled in yet. Also, I used mm -hmm. to have YouTube like 30 minutes scheduled really consistently from May of last year to uh, December, but then that fell out with the Anki thing. The Anki thing did kind of trip up my habits a little bit because I was only, I was, despite doing a great amount of Anki, I was still maintaining four hours of immersion on top of that. So, um, it was double-sided. Like while I feel like it was good to solidify my knowledge around that those sets of words, um, it kind of knocked me off my super consistent habit. But it also showed me 
that I can grind for longer than I had expected. So where I had been doing like short, essentially like four hours of immersion as a minimum, recently, like in January and February, I've been able to maintain higher levels, like six to seven hours of immersion consistently. So, and I think that's only going to keep, keep ramping up this year uh, because of the things that I've put in place and because I'm trying to remove as many distractions as possible, whereas that really wasn't my mindset last year. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I would still like, like me cutting out games temporarily and not necessarily like I will still make exceptions. Like I still need to get through Nocturne and I'm going to do that this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really going to commit to playing a bunch of games this year because I would rather be spending that time doing novels, manga, those sorts of things, which I still think tend to be a little bit um, denser, for at least the ones that I'm reading and experiencing right now. What about you guys? Um, thoughts on that or your Japanese routines, please? Um, I'll, let, I'll let Steven. I, well, before... Before I want to ask a quick question about your routine. Yeah. So you you're cutting um you're cutting video games, are you, but that does not include light novel. That does not include visual correct. novels. Correct. Correct. Um and then are you so like games I'm talking about are like RPGs where you're grinding for many hours. Yeah. And not necessarily yeah, yeah, getting yeah. a lot of new and different Japanese in it. So that's that's where my thought is. Also, I played some fun games last year like Botanicula. No no language in it at all really enjoyed it doesn't need to be this year though that i play those games but i decided yeah. fair fair okay i like that and then are you still well how'd you mind from how'd you mind from your ps4 from nocturne how did how did that go it, not very well that's another thing i i assume <laughs> okay, that okay. by raising my japanese level it will directly translate to the skill that i'm not doing which is playing games because i want to revisit right. that that's that's the reason I got into Japanese in the first place was the games. Um, and I will yeah, say that's yes. in general a dangerous thing saying that I'm going to do something else to get better at, you know, what I originally wanted to get better at. That was a confusing statement. Right. But hopefully you guys are following that. Yeah. I, like I'll come back to games eventually. But uh, for this year, it's like, well, let's just get my Japanese level up. There's plenty of other things that are really enjoyable to do in the language that are going to be a little bit denser. Right. Okay. Okay. Got it. That's and that's what I was like. Okay. How did you do mining from? Do you so you guys play visual novels on the computer? That's how you do a lot of your mining. All of that. mine are let's plays. Yeah. So I I I really like the idea of having somebody else read the spots that aren't don't have voiceovers or like games like I Phoenix like Wright that. series that doesn't have any voiceovers. Like I yeah. I found that to be much more engaging. Um. And then as far as how do you capture stuff on like the PS4, like I was using OBS because I was streaming things, but Mm -hmm. it's a pain. It's it's a complete pain in the butt. So um, I was grabbing images from like a guide that I was using on how to play the game, which was in Japanese as well. But I didn't find it to be good uh, compared to the other means. Okay, no, that's fair. I like that idea. I'm right. I'm going to have to look at that. Um, But Stephen, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to let you go ahead and and. I'm listening. Um, yeah, I think that with game, uh, games, it's difficult. Um, you really have to be picky if you want to 
use games to learn Japanese. You really have to be picky what you're doing. Yep. One of the games I tried in Japanese is Skyrim, but even in Skyrim, mm -hmm. if you set it completely to Japanese, you have to go out of your way to really get any input. Because if you are, mm -hmm. a lot of people know Skyrim, if you're out on a mission, you will you won't hear any Japanese. Maybe your follower talks a little bit in Japanese or so. Um, your quests are in Japanese, but 80% of the time you are running around and there's nothing. So even in in a game like this, you you would you really have to go somewhere and read the books in the game. I mean, they are interesting, but then I could also just read something else and I don't need to be in a game. Fair, so with fair. games, it's kind of difficult. I just keep uh, visual novels a little bit separate because for me, the, that's more book type material, Agreed. not really a game in the sense yeah. because they are more closer to something like manga mm -hmm. than a game like Skyrim or so. That's okay. the first, first thing. And I will, con like I said, I start started gaming a little bit more, but I'm still a little bit picky and maybe it's my luck in this case that the games I like, I can do what I want to do with immersion on the side. What I mean with this is um, I like playing, for example, Minecraft and I like playing, like I said, I started again, <laughs> World of Warcraft, damn you, YouTube algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> and But what I like in, let's for, for example, World of Warcraft, I for the longest time when I was learning English, I like I said, I played it on the main monitor and on the second screen I had YouTube running with English videos. And when I play, I quite often I don't go in instances, I don't go in, in raids or something like that. I'm leveling a character, I'm farming, stuff where I really don't have to think about. If I want to play Minecraft and I want to immerse on the site, I go strip mining where it's straightforward, I don't have to think, I don't have to jump and run or anything else. It's more like why I like doing it is when I'm just watching a video on YouTube, for example, I get fidgety. I, I want to do something with my hands. I I tend to drift off because I, I, I want to use them for anything. But in this case, I my hands are at the game and my mind can drift off to what's happening over there because what I'm doing in the game is so easy and so repetitive that I can just do this. And it really helps me to concentrate. And the other way around, I... Quite often, I can't play World of Warcraft without anything running on the side because that's also boring. I need both. So the combination works good, works really well for me. I'm doing something repetitive that's easy and I don't have to focus on. And on the other side, I can shift my mind over there to listen whatever there is playing. And for me, that works really well, so I don't mind. So when I later on, I'll play probably a little bit of World of Warcraft. I'll go farming or so and I'll, like this, always look to the side and... <laughs> Do whatever is happening there. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I remember that was also one of my big drawings with like grindy RPGs at the beginning. Uh, and yeah, that's okay. So so one 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 other separate topic. Um, I really want to get into audiobooks more, and I've only listened through mm -hmm. one, which is one that from a book that I already read, the Record of Lodos. Um, and so that's that's again, I think, kind of what I'm going to be targeting. Um by maybe the end of this year is just to get more comfortable with them which means i have to build them into my schedule but i to me even at four thousand hours two years review that's still the gap i think is that mm -hmm. uh everything else i i feel like i can do reasonably well but something dense like an audiobook being able to comprehend all of it in real time is still a real challenge uh even if i've already read whatever the book is so i think that's that's still my biggest gap that's something that i would like to change by getting in massive amounts of immersion i'd like 
2,000 hours in the next year at my current rate. I think that's reasonable. Um, I, I also want to refine that number. Uh, what about you guys, though? What, what are your goals for 2021? Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I should I should name somebody. Uh, Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, it's easier. Um, yeah, but that's interesting that you mentioned that um, with density of the material and so on. What you're watching, uh, maybe it's not a good mindset. But I started. I told you before, and I started watching uh, Dragon Ball again, and I switched between the first season and the second season of Dragon Ball Z. And I, even though it's in Japanese, I still feel guilty because. The fight scenes they mm. they stand opposite to each other for I don't know how many minutes yeah. just looking badass and saying nothing. So <laughs> even though it's in Japanese, the density is so freaking low mm. that most of the time I um when I started watching it, I watched two, three episodes and then I switched to something that's a little bit denser because that feels like, yes, now I'm being productive. Before that, I just I had no input at all because for 20 minutes they maybe spoke for two or so. <laughs> so that's something uh, I'll try to get do do a little bit more, even though I, like I said, I'm not sure if this is a good mindset to always try to get the densest material of them all. Same. I'm still watching Shinchan and Kuroro Gunso, also I said so, <laughs> and I just finished Shirokuma, so uh, yeah, <laughs> certainly varying densities. Think, Go ahead, Steve. Uh, uh, for for me, um, it's. My focus this year is definitely doing more of the things I enjoy, uh, doing and, and focusing less on the should. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Um, because that for me, that'll like that'll consume me and then I'll 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 become idle and won't do anything. So um, I think that's why it's like, OK, let me get up, maybe like play a little bit of some games because I feel like. I also get, I also feel like this even where it's like oh I feel guilty because I I did this but it's like if I do a little bit it's like okay I feel guilty that I played this game for a little bit now I can go it's like eating my candy first and then I'm gonna go work out or and then I'm gonna go like do some things that I probably like okay you know I'll play a game in the morning and then okay I can read some light novel it's like I I did the fun stuff already now I can ease into doing like the the reading of manga or the reading of light novels or visual novels i feel like it'll help me uh in that route um also sometime i think i do want to do some speaking um some a little bit of output here and there uh probably it'll be near the end of the year uh probably focusing more on like uh I talkie classes or some like hour long sessions or finding people online who I like legitimately like want to talk to or like getting in involved in discord uh, of a game that like, you know, like let's say league, like getting in a league discord and like that's Japanese. It's like, oh, cool. Like staying in there, reading what people have to say, like really engaging in things that like I actually want to get into more than, you know, you shadowing things I find are boring, you know, that's, I feel like I've, I've, I've hit the wall of like, okay, let me, let me do some fun stuff. Let me do some things that one I enjoy, you know, and one that like is dense, like, but I know that it'll make getting through denser things easier if I've done something fun, I feel like, or if I've done something or I have something incorporated into my schedule where, okay, after reading this dense thing, okay, I'm gonna play this video game. Like something, something to balance the two. So that those are the, those are the two things for 2021. Uh, trying to get some some balance in there and, and incorporating, you know. And I'm I'm curious to see what you guys, Kanji, um, especially, um, what 
like audio books like how do, what does that look like incorporating that into your your schedule that's that was one of the reasons why i was glad uh steven agreed to join us again because i feel like it's a little bit of looking into the future like if i spend a bunch of hours in it i will eventually get probably see some similar results that other people that have spent that amount of hours in it are so uh we we talked about this in Steven's interview a little bit about like yeah how to onboard audiobooks and uh i mean it's it's difficult just <laughs> straight out like so uh but it's going to happen from you know spending a bunch of time in it so yeah i'm also looking forward to that uh, you mentioned jordan uh you know kind of t- eating the candy first uh, taking your your cake while you got it i mean how do what goals are you going to be tracking against uh, this year? Do you think does does anything like do you have anything that you can track to make sure that you're hitting wherever it is you're going, or is it really just about having fun? Like that's that's reasonable um, too. If that's what you're setting, I'm just curious. right, right, right. Um, it's more uh, goals. So the big goals, you know, I want to pass the GLPT and one. Um, I don't necessarily need it for work, but I feel like whenever I choose to make that jump. Um, I feel like it'll be like having that, I feel like will will help. Um, it's like, I already know how to program, you know, I, I can work, work on that front. Now it's just worried about like the language aspect. So it's like, I, I really want to more, I, I'm trying to focus more on enjoying the process of, 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 of learning Japanese. Um, so as tracking, I would say just the completing things. That's my, that's my biggest, like the consistency of like, Hey, I picked up a book. I, I found one that I enjoy and I finished it in like doing that process. And I feel like if I start with the mindset of looking like doing it for fun, like actually enjoying what I'm reading, I feel like it'll be easier for me to complete something more than, Hey, I should read this because you know, such and such read it mm-hmm. and then getting into it, you know, whether it's above my level or it's not something I'm interested in and like not feeling like I should let it go. And it's like, so tracking i would say like completing things like getting things completing reading things that i've always wanted to read and and if i do stop it it's like okay like i'm I'm okay with like hey i stopped x and like listing out my reasons why it was boring i didn't like it or it's way above my level and i'm coming back you know do, do you feel like you might be falling into like a rut based on willpower then like that's something that could happen right if you're only relying on the fun factor Right. I mean, the more you experience it, the less fun it's going to be because the less novel it is, probably. Uh, so true, true. Do you, I mean, this is really drilling into this point, but like, is there? Have you have you thought about how to combat that? Working mm. based on willpower, because I I, I will say from my own experience, like I like to do the hard things first. So I start start with Anki, then I go to visual novels, then I go to novels. Um, because after that, then I get to do the fun thing. And it's not like those first Fair. chunk of Fair. things are, are not fun. I know they contribute to the bigger picture. It's just, I don't give myself a choice whether I'm doing them. You're going to do all your Anki reviews because you know, it's good for you. Just like you're going to eat your vegetables. Like, you know, it's good for you. So it's like, that's, that, that's kind of where I, I'm at, uh, with it personally. Right. right. So uh, I'm curious, curious where you, where you're at in that because I know you're also in the process of just getting back on the horse, right? You're just getting back into yeah. the swing of things, and it's always right, more important right. that you're not burning out. But where where are you at yeah. in that? Um, 
I'd say because I'm getting like I'm trying to get back on the horse, I think that's the main reason why I'm leaning towards more fun things. Mm-hmm. And I think feel like once I've ridden around, you know, taking the horse around around the block a few times, it's like, okay, like I got an idea. I remember how to ride. Like now I'm gonna start, like you said, doing more like uh, I, I have switched to doing my Anki in the morning. Like first thing when I wake up, it's like, oh, okay, I knocked that out. Like that's a, I, I love that feeling. Yep. Um, so as far as willpower, I think for me, it's been, it's a, it's a, it's a consistency thing. It's cause it's like, I, 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 I'm, I'm not being consistent. And what I've found is, is because that I, I'm, I'm putting things, I'm putting things like, oh man, like I should read this. Mm-hmm. This would be good. I'm starting with that more than like, hey, I really enjoy this. You know, I really enjoy this novel. I really enjoy this. Let me read it. Mm. Um, and so that's what I want to change it to where it's like, hey, I'm really enjoying this. And I feel like if I'm enjoying it, whether it's a visual novel or a, a, a novel or a light novel, I feel like it'll make it a lot easier. And so that's what I want to kind of focus, keep that at the at the forefront more than if it's if it's really difficult. But I like I love the hell out of it. Then I know this is going to this is going to be a no brainer, you know. And so uh, if that, yeah, that's what I'm trying to head for. So whether it's fun or not, like, you know, yeah, like you might get to a point where it's not fun anymore. As you said, I I do agree, but I want to try to, you know, really find out what my interests are in, you know what I mean? Like in things that I'm learning Mm -hmm. more than like, oh, I I should learn this because it's going to help me, you know? Where where are you at with that, Stephen? Um, Are are you basing your... I guess we started that conversation at, you know, what what is what are your goals for 2021? Maybe we'll just start there. Where, what do you think? Yeah. On that topic? Um. First, I when eating, I I had to I have to agree that I also I eat a broccoli first and the meat afterwards. And it's same with with Japanese. I want to do the stuff I hate or that's not as enjoyable as soon as I can, so I have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. Um, yeah. Most of the time, I, <laughs> I need that, because when if I know, I right now, let's say I relax, and I know later on I have to do something that I don't really want to do, then I can't really relax right now. If, I, For example, if I know I have, I have a free day, but I know tonight at 8 p.m. or so I have to go somewhere, do something important, then I can't really relax before Dang. that because I know later on yeah. I have to get up. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. You guys are making me look bad, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's first thing in the morning. Yeah, but uh, when it comes to r- routine, um, I want to try... Uh, first, the basic routine I want to do is, like I said before, get um, try to get from my reading uh, so maybe an hour or so, half half an hour to an hour, from difficult material, be it um, political news, be it uh, something uh, light novel or uh, visual novel, a difficult one or so, and the rest as much as I can from anything else, what I want. And the same with listening. I try to start my listening with something difficult, most of the time politics right now. Um, Sometimes it gets even longer because I find a few interesting videos and then the rest, whatever I want. So this mix a little bit. What I'm trying this year is get in this mindset, I haven't had it in the last while, um, of not, how should I put this, just ignoring what you're doing and just doing it. I, <laughs> I, I can give an example. The leanest I've ever been has been in a period when I, 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 don't, I don't remember how I got into this. I just ate every day the same stuff. I had my salad. I had uh, the same. Uh, then at the evening, I had some meat with vegetables and so on. So I had, 
I, I never thought about what do I want to eat today. I just bought everything. I did my stuff. I went to my to the gym and I never thought about it. I never thought, hey, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to change something here. So I was just I was just doing it and ignoring that I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get in this mindset of just moving along, getting um, in the habit of doing those uh, things in Japanese a little bit more than I'm really ignoring everything else. And I think also the, the whole stuff with Anki we had um, about not too many decisions here and there can help because you're just doing it passively. Eventually, it's just something you do on the side. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to incorporate with all the, with, uh, like I said, more difficult reading, a bit, little bit more focus on politics stuff in uh, listening and so on, trying to get just in this passive mode of you're, you're just going, jacking along and you're, don't you don't think about what you're doing right now so that's my goal for this year the phenomenon so you're like talking automating about, yeah the phenomenon here that we're talking about is decision fatigue and how do you reduce it because you right. have a finite amount of willpower so if you want a really good schedule the key is to not have to think about what you have to do for that day that's why like steve jobs wore the same clothes every day obama did the same thing one less decision point it. you started that what no, but, but I like to keep it simple. I don't have that many different clothes, or at least I tend to wear the same ones because it's easy. I don't want to think about what no. I wear. Those jeans I like, this t-shirt I like, and that's it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, did did you have other thoughts on that, Jordan? No, I, I agree. I think, like you said, the the uh, decision fatigue, and and it seems like to me, Stephen, you're trying to automate that 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 process so much, and I think that's. What, I've, what I'm trying to do as well, where it's like I get up, I do my anki, I go for a walk, I listen to a podcast, like just it's like clockwork. Like you said, that that was the 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 thing that stood out to me. But I agree. I think I'm I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to do the automation thing, but I also want to I just I just want to enjoy it as well. I think that's the big thing for me. It's like because I, I can tell if I'm in something, and I'm like, man, I really don't like this. Like and I get it at the beginning. It's like, you know, it's it's fun or it's it's at the beginning it might be tough but as time goes on i think you know it'll hopefully is what i'm hoping it gets it gets easier um so yeah, yeah. go ahead yeah i just wanted to say it does it it definitely gets easier i think in the beginning in a language if you're learning you can hardly get around thinking about what you're doing mm -hmm. so getting in this passive mode is where you're just doing what you're what you are doing right now is easier when you are uh, further along, but otherwise, yeah, mm -hmm. it's hard. And knowing what to change relies on having some sort of metrics that you can actually, you know, change. So that's that's another <laughs> full circle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so wrapping up, any other thoughts around twenty twenty one? All right, cool. So let's go ahead and wrap up another long episode. So we've got. Um, we got the chat box here if anybody is still hanging out this is the last piece of it we're gonna we're gonna reduce this piece to uh be sensitive to time uh so this is a question that we got from twitter from creative kofi friend of the show uh big gaming advocate uh i my bad dude i'm, I'm sorry that i probably broke your heart today saying i'm cutting out games <laughs> for 2020 2021 um i'm sure i'm sure we'll uh make amends though uh so how much immersion do you do during the day and specifically what in your daily activities can be changed to japanese um so i'll start this one off and then we'll go around so i've tried doing things in my daily routine like completely in japanese so for instance when i was working in japan i was also um 
like trying to find answers to software questions in Japanese. Uh, the issue with that is that you quickly realize that English is just better. It's a different tool. Different tools are better for different jobs. So you can force yourself to use a different tool. You can use a, the back of a hammer to turn a screw, but probably a screwdriver would be better. And that's what I found, at least for like programming things. So my actual job, I tend to actually just do that in English because that's easier. Just this week, there was I had to figure out something on the Google Cloud platform, pulled up some docs on it, and they showed in Japanese because that was my browser language setting. I quickly changed that to English, despite all the things that I've been talking about so far about you know trying to spend more time in Japanese because I needed an answer then, and that was the right tool for the job. So um, there are certain places I'm still not going to be using Japanese probably ever because at least for me, for the foreseeable future, it's never been about replacing my life with Japanese. It's been about augmenting my life, English and Japanese. So um, there are other things like when I'm exercising, I watch One Piece, right? That's I get my 20 minutes in of One Piece and exercise. So that seems like a good way that I'm doing Japanese stuff, but also still doing like normal activities. Uh, we already talked about that, like what the basic breakdown, at least for me on a day-to-day -day basis is. So it's like, Anki cards plus um, an hour of novels, an hour of visual novels, and then two-ish hours of manga if I have time. And then during meals, me and my wife watch about an hour of Japanese TV um, for lunch and then dinner, uh, sometimes less during the day, sometimes more during the evening. I've been trying to step that up during the evening. So that's, that's the basic flow. Um, and then days like weekends, like I try to just fit in as much manga during times when I have. Other than that, my days basically are already in Japanese for everything besides work um, and my actual environment because I live in America. Uh, what about you, Jordan? Like, what, what are you doing for immersion during your days? And are there any activities mm -hmm. that you're changing to Japanese? Uh, yeah. Uh, question about yours. Are yeah. you, on the weekends, are you still doing the visual novels and the novels? Most definitely, yes. It, okay. I, do not, okay. I do not think about whether a day is a week end or a weekday i wake up at five every day and i just do the fun stuff that i like um sorry the fun yes. stuff that i like is not the fun stuff that you described jordan it's the not fun <laughs> stuff but i like these things <laughs> yeah 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 there's a challenge to it yes um for me uh so my routine um right now it's a little wonky because you know i'm still searching for a job uh and so but I think the way I want it is get up, um, do Anki, you know, and then from there, I either I think I'm doing some reading, whether it be uh, novels or manga. I'm still unsure. Uh, but on average, it's like I try to get three, three hours is typically an hour, uh, an hour to two of reading. And then the rest is typically uh, watching, whether it be YouTube or like a, a series and, or playing a game. Um, playing a game at the end of the night, typically. Um, Do you have an average yeah, that's, that's, amount of like time you're spending immersing, or that you're targeting? Uh, usually three hours okay. is typical. Three hours every day is what what, I, and then a half hour to fifteen to tw like twenty to half hour of of Anki. Okay. Uh, but that's I try to be. It's like automatic. I'm. I'm. Those are like the tango decks. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think after talking to you two, I, I want to. I think I want to start picking more stuff from manga so i maybe find a series that i can read on on bookwalker like on my computer and try to mine from that 
Um, but yeah, three hours typically. That's that's what I can spare now. Um, just from from me applying and talking other things. So yeah, and then I know he he mentioned uh, translation. Um, I don't do any translation. I think uh, it's 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 oof, it's above my level. I think yeah. it's it's a whole nother skill. It's a whole nother skill. Are there any daily activities that you're trying to transfer over into Japanese? Like I know at one point you mentioned to me. I don't think we talked about this on the show, but um, you said you would like to do something like programming even like in Japanese where you're looking for, you know, answers to problems in Japanese. Is that still something you're interested in or any um, that you're doing that? Not so much anymore. Uh, just because I think that it's like you said, it's a hassle. It's, it's a hassle to find certain things. Uh, I have found a few YouTube channels that was, that were um, making, I think they were making simple unity games in C sharp. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I could listen to that and, and watch that. Um, but as far as like Japanese or like making uh fitting Japanese into my life more uh lunch breaks, that was one one way one way I found like half hour, sometimes an hour. It's like, all right, I can watch an episode of this uh after lunch or during lunch. Um so other than that, um maybe if I'm going on a, a long trip, I might listen to a podcast or uh or like these guys talk about video games. I think it's it, um, so. It's like I'll listen to that podcast. It's a weekly one. So um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it as far as integrating Japanese into my life. Okay. Well, what what about you, Stephen? Um, yeah, that's news. I like for the last three years now, almost three years, I got my news pretty much in Japanese. That's something that's pretty easy. Also on YouTube, same thing. <laughs> it was funny when uh, Merkel resigned. I the first time I heard about it because I was so secluded in my Japanese world. Um, I read it in, in on NHK, nice. and later on I talked to to a colleague at work, and he said, said to me, "This was a few weeks ago. Where have you been?" <laughs> I didn't notice it at all. Um, yeah, that's in Japanese definitely. But same thing as you said with the tools you are currently you currently need. I I have my tele- my my phone is in Japanese, my iPad as well in Japanese, my system uh, on the PC is also in Japanese. But programs, I in the beginning I did it in Japanese. Mm-hmm. But for example, one situation I had, uh, I think the word is sofuku, but I'm not too sure about it. Um, I was in Audacity and I had a MP3 and I wanted to, yeah, exactly, and I wanted to increase the volume. And if you're not used to it, it just takes so long. But yeah, it's just one simple thing it takes a few seconds normally you don't care about it and those are words you don't see that often so i don't think it's worth it because you it takes you or i mean gimp for example if i had in japanese i had it in japanese in the beginning and it takes you everything takes you 10 times as long because you have to look what is the corresponding word to what you're looking for right now i'd rather if it's not a whole lot of Let's say you use the program the whole day, then maybe it's worth yeah. it and you'll get used to it after a while. Mm-hmm. But if it's something you only use from time to time, then I, I rather do it quickly in a few seconds in English than spend twice the amount of time just to get it in Japanese. Uh, if I get it quicker, I can go to immersion uh, quicker. So I don't think uh, you have to do everything in Japanese if it's not worth it um, in this case. Yeah. Also, most is in Japanese, but not all of it, especially programs. Not It's just easy in English. <laughs> All right, I think I think we'll go ahead and wrap things up there. We'll go ahead and skip the content section for today. We've already gone quite long enough. Uh, in closing, did want to sh- shout out to Arctagon for making the timestamp for the last 
super long video with uh, Steven. Uh, that was that was very cool of you, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, that's going to help other people find answers to their questions uh, much more quickly and smoothly. So appreciate that. Uh, if anybody, uh, again, wants to make any of the timestamps for any of the other videos, I hopefully will get around to it eventually. But if you're already watching it, go ahead and write down the parts that stuck out to you. Um, and I'll give you a shout out on the next show. Uh, as far as uh, from here, where can people find you guys? So, Jordan, where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter, I think I'm bearded, SSJ, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, I'm pretty much that everywhere, I think. <laughs> cool. What about you, Steven? As on Twitter, uh, StevieJS1, and on YouTube, StevieJS3. On Twitter, the three was already was already gone, so <laughs> I had to use something different. Anything else you guys want to plug? I know Steven, you've been making some videos on your channel. Anything people should be checking out? Nothing in particular. I'm not that big a YouTube guy, so I I'll upload here and there something that that I find interesting. So don't expect too much from me. <laughs> okay. But if you want to look look, I have a few videos on there. Maybe something interesting is there. I'll make a new speaking video in two months and probably update video for the three year mark nice. and a few other things I have in mind. Looking forward to it. What about you, Jordan? Anything uh, people should be paying attention to? Um, I I releasing videos of me being unemployed that's what that's what i, I called it the unemployment chronicles because i was like you know what uh, hey why not i so i did see, i did see the first one i hope to not see any more but i'll watch them when they come out <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you of course uh yeah that's that's pretty much it okay and i am at kanji eater everywhere and i recently released i've been making a little bit of youtube content this year to go with some software that I've been releasing. Um, I think you guys will probably find it useful if you actually give it a try. So for instance, the Kindle highlights piece makes making on cards really simple. Uh, the golden dick piece, it's as involved as any other dictionary app setup. I do demo some of the cool functionalities in it that aren't in Yomichan or Igaku. So go ahead and check it out uh, if you're interested. I've been using it. And like I said, it's been helping me create a neural network of memories that focus in on Japanese words and help me become good. So that's there. All right, guys. So it's uh, definitely time to wrap this up. Uh, appreciate everybody hanging out um, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. So please do like, subscribe, follow, and we'll see you in the next one.